0: Somniacs, our mind's night, watching movies day and night, exploring cinema is a wild ride, allow Filmsomniacs to be your guide, Filmsomniacs, Filmsomniacs, Filmsomniacs. Hi, welcome to Filmsomniacs, a podcast where two film enthusiasts with trouble sleeping talk about the weird and obscure, the, the popular and the pointless, and, and the, the iconic, iconic. woohoo! That was our best intro yet. We're still getting getting better.
1: (laughs) We're getting better. So great. Yes, yes, this is the Film Somniacs pod. Welcome, welcome back. Today we're doing another bonus episode, audience request. I have gotten uh, five, I think, requests for this film. Um, And the film is the Filippo Brothers, a.k.a. Rocka Rockas, talk to me the brand new not really a24 film which is probably going to be the first a24 film that will spawn a like 10 uh, film franchise i'm yeah. calling
0: right now i think this one has has uh has the potential to have a lot of sequels <laughs> it has legs yeah this will be i'm
1: calling it right now this will be a24's uh friday the 13th or nightmare yeah. on elm street or halloween or like any of those This will. Years down the line, there'll be ten. Talk ten me. And it'll just ten be numbers me. for everything. Talk to me. They'll, they'll be holding on to me. a plaster
0: foot in the, uh,
1: in the sixth one. <laughs> <laughs> yep, and it'll be directed by everybody's favorite. None other than... <laughs>
0: oh, Tarantino! Is that where the... <laughs> <laughs> Talk to me. Grab the foot. Wes gets me. It's just Salma Hayek. The spirits are all Salma Hayek. Son of a... <laughs> oh my goodness yeah this is an incredible directorial debut though like the attention to detail throughout this film on on the production level the script level the performances wow just so much is going on in this film and it's almost hard like i get that they have the uh, YouTube experience. I don't exactly know. I haven't watched their YouTube. I'm not a Rocka Rocka fan. Um, like I, I just haven't seen their stuff. It but was like...
1: past. Uh, it was after my time, I guess. Yeah. But my brother, who's 14, is like a Rocka Rocka fan. Right. Showed me some of his st- some of their stuff. What I like about like the Rocka Rocka stuff is that it feels super low budget, like YouTuber videos. And then like halfway through, I feel like. I don't know just of the ones I've seen like halfway through all of a sudden the effects get like super cinematic and it's like something crazy like a car crashing in through the wall or something like that. They do have like a lot
0: of experience with kind of more high uh, like intense more hands-on effects work and stuff like that then. It
1: makes perfect sense. And yeah that's That's like I was watching an interview with them and that's what the uh, Filippo brothers what are their names? Is it Filippo or
0: is it Michael and Danny? Filippo? (laughs) Filippo?
1: Filippo? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, like they they always wanted to do movies and TV. And they just sort of, the fame took off with Raka Raka on YouTube. And uh, they basically looked at it like, well, let's just try a new practical effect every video or almost every video And by the time we're ready to do our feature, we'll have all this experience. And that's, I mean, yeah, all these practical effects on Talk To Me, that is just fantastic. I mean, it it makes perfect sense why it looks so good. Why it's going to look so good in 20, 30, 40 years is because, like, so much of it was practical. None of this is
0: going to age bad. This is going to age extremely well. Oh, yeah. No,
1: it's, it's fantastic. With the exception of Sia. That was the only L in
0: this whole movie. So, actually, about that. They wanted to get Lord, but they couldn't. And uh, Sia is from Adelaide. They couldn't afford Sia, but Sia's from Adelaide, which is their hometown and where they filmed uh, the film. Um, that's interesting. And so Sia just gave them the song to use, I guess, is is the story that they told on the director's commentary. Oh, okay. Good. I can't it blame that. Yeah, it was funny because uh, I couldn't... i I don't know them very well so i don't know their voices like to tell them apart but um one of them said like something like oh we wanted to get lord but she said no and then the other one was like you need to stop stop saying all our secrets like one of them would say something and the other one would like yell at them and the whole director's commentary was like that like it opens up and is like so we're not going to talk about themes at all uh we're just going to sort of t- talk about the experience of making it, but we're not going to get into any of the themes of the movie. Okay. And then one of them would start talking about the themes and the other one would be like, shut up, shut up. <laughs> 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 that was the entire, the entire director's commentary was like that. And it was so funny. So there's a lot of hints at the themes in the director's commentary, but they never really dive deep into it, which is great. Cause it leaves so much up to audience interpretation. I feel like,
1: is... I feel like the movie's open ended. I feel like they packed a lot hmm. of good stuff in there
0: i mean it's a dense dense film especially after listening to the commentary and just hearing all their thoughts on it like the amount of like like uh storytelling they were packing into every frame is really it's just so dense it's really incredible yeah
1: yeah i this this movie really really surprised me because to be honest like i really really wanted to see it i'm not gonna lie like i wanted to see talk to me more than i wanted to see barbenheimer So that's why I saw Talk to Me in the theaters and I haven't seen Barbenheimer. What a bad film critic I am. For shame. But I kind of went in expecting like, okay, you know, this is a hyped up A24 movie. Sometimes when they hype stuff up, it just feels like it's going to be a clone of Hereditary or something. Mm. No, very much its own unique beast. Yeah. Um, A possession movie, but... Not necessarily uh, as conspiratorial as like something like what they normally do, I feel like it was right. a lot more like I guess there was an element of that, but the the only bad force in this movie was more so like the spirits or the demons or whatever it was, not necessarily people
0: and the the grief that Mia's going through, I feel like Mia is one of the most terrifying protagonists like in recent film memory just because like she is like this gravity well of never-ending drama and grief and she just can't let go of anything like nothing in her life she can let go she can't let go of yeah. the fact that she's not with danny anymore she can't let go of the fact that her mom's passed away two years ago she can't let go. She can't let go. Oh my God. I just made another connection. She can't let go. She can't let go.
1: And the movie is about hands people. Yeah. Holding hands. That's
0: real. (laughs) But, um, and she's just, she brings all that grief everywhere with her and she can't see outside of it. And she's just like, and it works because she's so traumatized that, you know, you're not like, you don't hate the character for being as pathetic as she is, but like you, you, understand how terrifying that her grief is and that like uh just the way that she goes about dragging everyone down into it with her is yeah so well written and so well performed by i think her name is sophia or sophie
1: sophie wilde
0: sophie wilde and this was her first i believe starring role in a feature film she had done a lot of other things i believe prior but like this is her like starring role and this is gonna make her a star too yeah she did so well she's
1: amazing i like yeah. she played it you're so right about like her being a terrifying protagonist because like even before she started letting the spirits in and becoming you know over the influence of the hand and really like losing her actual sanity it was like very i mean she played a a creep kind of yeah. <laughs> a little bit yeah i was getting that sort of like i was almost sort of getting my like fight or flight vibes from her character like when she goes to the party and uh, the character Haley is mm. like, oh, why the fuck did you bring her? She's so clingy.
0: She's a drag, yeah. Yeah,
1: she's a drag. And it's like, I mean, you feel bad, but like, yeah. she is weird, like bad.
0: But yeah. Haley totally has a point. I mean, yeah. I don't think Haley is necessarily a non toxic character, but they're just, they're, you know, they've got a point in that moment for sure. Like, yeah. Mia is proud. And like, her, none of her friends, none of Mia's friends are happy to be around her. There's that one shot when Mia drops Riley off at Jade's house and she's sitting on the bed for a bit and then Jade tells her to leave. And, like, they could have cut right at Jade laughing. Jade laughs for a bit after she leaves. But, no, they hold for a couple seconds longer and Jade, like, laughs for a second and then just has, like, this deep sigh. Like, and, like, it's just, like, it's little (laughs) moments like that when you realize just how much Mia is affecting everyone
1: around her. She's just lonely, yeah. And, like, and granted, like, it's clear she just can't take hints. I mean, yeah. Riley likes her.
0: Yeah. But it's like a big sister type thing for Riley though, and he's like a little kid, like he doesn't understand that it's probably not the most healthy dynamic at the moment.
1: It almost feels a little weirder to me.
0: Than than big sister?
1: Yeah, at least more um at least from like um Mia's vibe. Sophie Wilde's right. character, our main uh protagonist. It feels like weirder to me yeah and i think like there's some interesting elements um like when she gets possessed the first time when she like says oh they like you yeah but it's like who and when i was in the theater i actually thought it said i actually thought she said i like you
0: right because the spirits are sometimes like outing the character they're possessing like when they jump into danny and they go you make him soft at jade that was um, why it was so
1: interesting to me when like the spirit said like I like you. I mean, and I guess like I you. guess it said they.
0: they yeah, like so you. the spirits could be talking about the other spirits or they could be referring to Mia as they. Right. Which
1: right. but like that sort of uh that change in perspective from I like you or they like you to like when the spirit is in Daniel and saying like he hates when you touch him like right. That wasn't lost on me. I I thought that that was a really interesting thing after my first watch, but I yeah. just rewatched this two days ago.
0: Got it on four K.
1: Yeah, it's available so now.
0: Good. It's a really good looking disc too. Like totally, I think it totally looks better it. than it did in the theater. I mean, I I have kind yeah. of a crappy little theater near me, but that looked really good on my screen. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was
1: it was fantastic. Um, I. All the actors were fantastic in this. Yeah. Not a single one annoyed me.
0: They were all really fantastic. I mean, some did annoy me, but I think they were meant to be annoying. Like Joss is an annoying character. I guess
1: I guess if they annoyed me, it was like, I don't know, when characters annoy me truly, it's cuz they're unrealistic.
0: Yeah. And all these characters seem really real. Like I feel like I've been to parties with these people before, like in high school back in my back in my day. Oh, totally. But um just wild and like i just love the idea of treating this as like an adi- like a like a party drug like yeah you know touch the hand get possessed for a minute like it's so brilliant it's, it's just so unique so, it's real it's yeah.
1: totally what would happen
0: I mean, like, what do kids do with a fucking Ouija board? They, you know, all stand around it and they play Ouija. And, like, there's no threat. There's no actual risk in playing with Ouija. So, like, it's all just to scare each other. But, you know, kids still do it. They all still do it. So, like, if they had a hand, you better believe they'd be doing this.
1: Yeah, and filming it and, like, posting it. And, of course, it would go crazy and everybody would want to try it. And somehow it would just change hands because, like, it was fucking over people's lives. You know. Right. That's not I mean, yeah. I'm I'm not a, a believer in Ouija boards either. Which yeah. like my parents would hate uh hate to hear me <laughs> say because like they they never um never failed to tell me scary Ouija board stories as a kid. Right.
0: It was always like stay away from the Ouija board and I was like, They sell it in Toys R Us, like next to Clue. I'm, I'm yeah. sure it's okay. I'm sure that's not the Ouija board. In fact, one time I think I like had a friend that was playing with a Ouija board and it was like really old and it started peeling at the corners and they peeled it. The, no, it was the clue. <laughs> they were playing Rich. the clue and a the clue. clue board was really old. And it was peeling up the corners. Even and richer so because peeled. Clue's an actual
1: game and not yeah. a scam like Ouija board. So they pulled
0: are. the they pulled the, <laughs> the 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 top layer off, and it was a Ouija board underneath. Like it no was a Ouija way, board that had been reprinted as a Clue board. <laughs> so they had been playing Clue for years on a Ouija board. Never That's were haunted. That's
1: fucking great. That's awesome.
0: Um, <laughs> it's one of the <laughs> wildest That's... stories I've heard.
1: Wow! In Clue, no less. <laughs> yes, Clue's but... such a great game too. So
0: much fun but uh yeah should we start at the beginning and we're, before we get too deep into the plot should we should yeah, we run it back to uh, the beginning here yeah,
1: let's let's go through this film let's synopsize it and then we can get into some fun little trivia and um some other fun uh some questions and then some fun announcements afterwards yeah. about our pod going forward
0: oh yeah excited,
1: very excited to share that with everyone
0: That was me rubbing my hands together for all the people that aren't watching this.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and we'll have some visual uh, elements towards the end of this uh, podcast, but we will read it off if you're listening. So no worries. Um, And also, you know, leave a review on Spotify or leave a comment on YouTube. And I guess we are up on uh, Apple Music and Amazon podcasts now. So
0: leave us reviews everywhere. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah blast us blast us with reviews we love it five stars five stars all five everywhere. five stars five stars these two are so attractive yes the Um, best
0: hottest film podcasters ever period
1: yeah (laughs) but we're humble you know we're humble
0: the most humble i've never met a more humble person in my life
1: yeah the best hottest most humble podcasters period (laughs) (laughs) okay so it um so it starts at uh at the party
0: yeah at some random party in this gorgeous long take one shot of this guy entering this party looking for his brother duckett
1: yeah so and uh
0: that first take that first shot um the long shot of him looking for his brother at the party cole looking for duckett at the party was they did 10 takes of that it was the last thing they filmed for the entire movie. Wow. And uh last they, thing was the had, first shot. Yeah, and they had to use the last take because they literally ran out of doors to punch through.
1: <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah, when he punched through that door, that was just fantastic. And it looked great. Yeah.
0: What a really intense, like brilliant opening shot too, just to have like, all that energy and, like, you don't know these characters and you're you're never given a close-up so you can't really connect with anybody. You're just kind of, like, thrown into the the chaos of it, really, this guy looking for his brother at a party. And then, then you know, he finds him and he's all, like, covered in, in scratches and he says something like, Pop says you're going to hurt a lot of people and Cole goes, Pop's dead. <laughs>
1: yeah. And that's your so first hint at what's going on. It was the
0: same exact
1: thing. We were catching yeah. the end of the same exact thing of what we watched. Right um, with a different person and then we later find out that that uh, that's who the hand came from
0: yeah that's duckett's hand in fact for the rest of the the movie whenever you see the bag that's duckett's bag i didn't realize that until this time around but wow. it has his name on it and everything yeah
1: wow i didn't recognize that either yes
0: yeah, you only oh. see it for like a brief second like the whole bag like otherwise you just see it kind of like the top opening but you see the whole bag on her back when she's like leaving the hospital at one part or maybe she's coming into the hospital to do the ritual with Riley the second time. And that's where you see the whole bag on her back and it says duck it at the top and it has like drawings on it of like demonic faces and stuff. It's really detailed. You just so blew just, my like...
1: mind. And, and they put it in for what, like two seconds? Yeah, Five seconds? two seconds.
0: There's so many little Easter eggs in this movie. I, like you could be watching this movie a hundred more times, I feel like, and be catching stuff. It's brilliant.
1: Here's another thing that I learned about the party episode or the party uh, part, the very first part. That no one was ever going to catch. But they put a bunch of work into it anyways. They have the uh, actors, the five main actors, all dressed as different people at that party. That's That's
0: crazy. Yeah. I feel like they said that in the commentary, but I like... (sighs) missed it because they were saying something about how like so much stuff was just in the background of that scene that like nobody would even saw it. and they said something about like yeah we even had our actors there and you know i just thought they meant like the extras but the the five main cast like mia yeah
1: so wow. j- um riley is dressed in drag you can find wow. this photo on instagram riley the the kid has a blonde wig and a dress on and uh, mia has blue hair a blue wig wow
0: and
1: that's crazy. Um, Haley is that her
0: name? Yeah, Zoe Tarakis. Yeah, was the, their last name the sister?
1: No, I'm sorry, not Haley. Um, the sister, Jade. 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 Yes, I'm sorry. I was getting mm-hmm. my characters mixed up. Yeah, Haley and then uh, and then their friend isn't das. there. Yeah, Haley, Haley and Josh are not there, but Jade is there. Jade has a black wig, and um, Daniel, the actor who plays Daniel, has a mustache. And a long wig (laughs) and then uh the one who played um riley's friend is there with like a big like beanie wow that's
0: insane i'm gonna have to like rewatch that opening scene just after we're done here just to catch them all and they're so
1: they're so different looking i'm sitting here looking at a picture of them and i almost don't even recognize them that's so let me see if i can share my screen of it really quick here i'll share the i'll share the notes here Look what like there's <laughs> Riley, there's Mia, there's Jade, there's Daniel, and then there's uh Riley's annoying friend
0: that's a that's brilliant <laughs> Quite
1: a, like and if you're listening to this, just look it up on Instagram. you can find it. It's just amazing
0: that's incredible that's amazing
1: so so then he grabs Ducket out and brings him out, so his brother uh Cole, grabs Ducket out. Brings him out of the room, and of course he's like, "Whoa, are you fucking serious?" Or like, "What's the Australian accent?"
0: Yeah, they're all they're all filming. He goes, "Put your phones away. Put your I fucking phones, phones away. Put your Fucking phones away. Fuck off."
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everyone's got their phones out. Which Wes, you showed me a clip that Raka Raka did before this podcast, before we started recording of them uh, putting making a water a car waterproof or making a car water sealed watertight watertight and then filling the car with water and then driving it around (laughs) in scuba suits kind of or like snorkels like so wild so of course like everybody was following them around with phones because it's a car just driving in in you know society (sighs) filled with with water so weird but that just feels like it feels like it came from a really real place Like, how everyone's on their phones. And I feel like since they came from that, like, streaming world of YouTube, they probably have a first-hand experience with, like, people filming them because they're doing stunts and videos and stuff like that. So that whole element – this movie is, like, littered – see, like, that's why, like, this movie is very critical of, like, Mm -hmm. phones and, like, viral video, but it doesn't feel in a – it doesn't feel like a, like – put your phones down kids sort of way, because it comes from people who may make their living off right. of that, but are still sort of commenting on it. Right. So that's like another element that I just love about this movie is it, it feels like a non preachy sort of like critique of like obsession with screens.
0: Right. It's really. just a really modern voice and it it's yeah. uh, not pretentious in any way. Like they, they just really, they really nailed that because it isn't preachy at all. It's just like, you know, kind of one element of the film that's, you know, perfectly entwined thematically with everything else that's going on.
1: Yeah, exactly. I, I completely agree. Modern is a great way to describe it. The film feels very modern. Yeah. And for that reason, it's it doesn't feel like it's dating itself at all. So I think it'll be very emblematic of like, the 20s. Really?
0: I really do think this movie is going to be like like maybe even more so than Hereditary just yeah. be so remembered in the future. Um yeah, as being a big hit and a big classic. Yeah.
1: I mean, yeah, and Hereditary is going to be sort of a stand on its own. I could never mm-hmm. imagine Ari Aster ever making a sequel to any of his movies. <laughs> maybe, maybe somebody else would make a sequel. Hereditary three, yeah, three Hereditary, <laughs> two Reditary. Hereditary, Hereditary, Hereditary. <laughs>
0: Hereditary. it's a mix between uh, Ratatouille and Hereditary.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Why not? (laughs) There you go, yeah. Pixar, I'll take it up. uh, The rat gets possessed. Yeah, when Disney inevitably buys A24. (sighs) The Um,
0: rat chops off
1: Remy's head. Oh my gosh. Right, Remy is the rat. Well, in a way... Remy chops off Jeff's head, whatever his name is. I know we're getting on a little bit of a tangent, but in a way, (laughs) you could argue that Ratatouille is in of itself a possession film. A little bit. The rat does, like, possess the human a little bit. Much like how the spirits in Talk to Me use the vessels as puppets, (laughs) Remy, too, uses Linguini as a puppet of sorts to bend to his evil whims of wanting to be a good cook.
0: Right. (laughs) If only the spirits, you know, if their goals ended at culinary master, you know, becoming culinary masters instead of... You know, killing people, you know, maybe this would have been a, a happier story.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, some of the spirits liked to eat feet, yeah. apparently. And
0: babies. And um, babies
1: and children, apparently. Did you notice
0: that um I watched the hell sequence frame by frame? Uh, maybe we should save that for later, but... Yeah, oh my God. Some of the, things. the hell sequence is insane, but
1: we should save that. Yeah. Because, wow, what a just a bit of just insane... Un, like, fathomable, a fathomable richness. Yeah. God damn. That was the hardest scene in this movie, hands down. <laughs> so wild. Insane. So Duckett stabs his brother at the party, um, and then he stabs himself. And, yeah, but uh, his brother
0: survives, yeah. thankfully.
1: We don't find that out until
0: later. Um, right? Yeah, well, like, you kind of don't think they're ever going to come back into the story, and then they kind of find him at a bus stop. And talk to him. And then you realize that he survived being stabbed in the chest. Yeah. So, so
1: it comes back just, later. And there was a deleted yeah. scene of them going to see... For his um, Duckett's mom. And yeah. his mom, you know, they're like, well, is Duckett home? And his mom says, uh, no, he, he's not home. You're his friends? And they're like, yeah, we're his friends. And she's like, oh, well, then you should have known that he killed himself two months ago. That's but like, But then they knew... So it didn't make sense. So it's good that they deleted that. Yeah, it's good that they pulled that out. Because we don't need to know
0: why they found him at the bus stop. Especially since, I don't know, Adelaide. I've never been to Australia. I don't know how Adelaide feels. But the way this movie kind of presents it, it kind of feels like maybe a small town. Yeah. Where, like, at least the neighborhood they live in, everybody kind of knows each other.
1: Yeah, it definitely gave me, like, suburb vibes. Yeah. But, yeah, it, it, uh... Yeah, it's good. I mean, so so, Duckett stabs his brother, and then he kills himself. And he stabs his brother in the shoulder, and then he stabs himself in the fucking, like, eye right, or eye. forehead. Yeah. So, like, one of those feels a lot more lethal right off the bat. Yeah. Um, and then does it go, it goes to Mia's... We get the title card. Oh, yeah. and What a great title card, Mia. too.
0: The, the writing, the fonts used in the film, too, are all Duckett's handwriting from his backpack. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So this is like Duckett's movie in a weird way, even though he's only in it for like two seconds. Like his writing's all over it. His hand is, you know, the impetus, the catalyst, the everything.
1: Yeah. I mean, in a way he sort of casts his shadow yeah. over the whole movie because they remark a couple of different times. Well, you know, the last guy who had it, um, I think Haley says like he went full skits or something yeah. like that. Or, like, That's where know, they learned that
0: the the that's that's how they learned that the spirits can uh can uh impersonate other thing other spirits other people right um was from what Duckett went through i guess do we
1: jump after that party do we jump right into um mia's mother's remembrance day or does it go to uh the does it go to riley i think it goes to i do rem- think
0: it starts with day. mia yeah yeah, because the oh, yeah. first shot is like that very softly lit shot of her like sitting somewhere, and somebody comes in like taps her on the shoulder or whatever. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Your
1: aunt wants to talk to you, and then she goes yeah, talks yeah. To her aunt, and it's like, well, you know, it's not your fault. And yeah. we find out like, oh yeah, like okay, her mother, uh, her mother died.
0: Yeah, died from overdose of sleeping pills, and yeah, supposedly, uh, what from what Mia knows, it was an accident. Um, she accidentally overdosed, and at the, you know, end of her life, she was trying to even scratch her way out of the door, out of her bedroom door. Yeah, because she describes one,
1: wood being, wood splinters being under her fingernails. Under the fingernails, yeah.
0: <laughs> and that her dad couldn't open the door because the body was on the other side. And yeah. just really horrifying, traumatic way to lose a loved one. Um, yeah. But yeah, um and and Dude, Sophie is just an incredible performer. She does this whole role so well. Yeah. Um it's Sophie really Wilde good. as Mia, so good. And then after that, that's when it goes into uh picking up Riley, right?
1: Yep. So Riley's sitting there with his friend. His friend smokes, sell, or sells, he sells cigarettes and he's like, "Yo, fucking try one." And then he lights it up and then Riley's like, "No, I hate the smell." So it's like, okay, pure pure kid.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but also a little smart, brilliant little moment of storytelling because like Riley's sitting there like, No, I don't I don't like that. I don't like the smell. I'm not gonna do it. But like he kinda has the same reaction to the first time the hand is used. He's like, Ew, I don't like this at all. But then yeah. he comes back around later. But, yeah, um, yeah.
1: He gets uh he gets really spooked out when he first yeah. sees it but but we're not to that yet mia picks him up and brings him home you know we get a little bit of the family dynamic we learn that the mom is a you know a single mother she's busy working all the time sort of a crass uh woman i think she like bitches at riley for having his homework on the table or something like wow like my <laughs> yes mom like, get your homework on the table, yeah, like... table. do you hear me <laughs> yeah I and he's he's in the process of doing it and she's like riley yeah <laughs> it's like it's, just, it's one of those
0: like really strict uh <laughs> right. kind of like she expected him to say yes mom or yes ma'am as he's doing it instead of just doing it in silence so she's like did you hear me <laughs> right uh definitely a tough woman um i didn't i don't know i don't i don't know if i would call her crass i just think she's tough
1: <laughs> well i mean you know there's there she, i don't know i'll come to that but i'll come back to that later because then she goes into uh, – because, you know, she says – she makes comments.
0: Yeah. she she's Like, super oh, like, snarky. you know, she
1: tells, uh, she tells Jade's boyfriend, uh, Daniel, my daughter's vagina
0: is off it's limits. It's off limits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So cringy. It's like, whoa, oh my okay. god. Yeah. <laughs> mom, yeah, stop. She, she's, she's not a cool mom. She's like the other mom. She's not a cool mom.
1: <laughs> she's not a cool mom, but she's busy
0: yeah yeah she's great and she does love her kids
1: and she is sweet even though you know she's a little bit uh you know intense intense
2: yeah
1: (laughs) but clearly like you know their father we find out their father is still around or he's he's not dead but he's just not in their lives yeah he's not at all yeah um but then mia goes to see jade you know uh, Riley gets mad at Jade because she didn't go pick him up, and uh, and then Mia sort of like clings on Jade, and you know she's talking about how she's calling Daniel. Oh, well, we and... gotta talk.
0: We gotta talk about the kangaroo in the street after she picked oh up Riley. Oh my god!
1: Yes, I'm sorry. She she <laughs> fucking, they have a get out moment.
0: Yeah. Well, they don't hit the kangaroo, but That's they true. they uh, don't hit it. It's on the ground already and suffering. And Riley's like, we can't just leave it here. while well, you put it out of its misery, and. There's this like gorgeous overhead shot, like god's eye view of of the kangaroo on the ground, and there's like a little you know bit of graffiti in the corner, just like a really well composed shot.
1: Yeah, this whole and, movie um, is just beautiful looking.
0: Really beautiful. Like the cinematographer, I looked him up. He's only done a couple things before, but boy, is he incredible. Um, and uh, yeah, and that was a puppet. That kangaroo was a puppet kangaroo too, and wow. it looks really good.
1: Yeah, it really, yeah. really does. Again, practical effects, puppets. Yeah. Puppets, you know, you think puppet, you think cheesy, low budget. No. Yeah. That will, it, that will look really good in 20 years. Yeah. A CGI kangaroo won't.
0: It just looks so real. And um, yeah. and she decides she's going to run it over to put it out of its misery, but at the last second she you know, swears and is like, don't worry, another car will come. Um, yeah. You know. Is that strength?
1: I mean, no. I think that that's almost a well, yeah. I guess I mean like, I guess she's like another straight. car
0: will come. She's literally, you know, she's a bystander in that moment. You know, she's un- unable to act, unable th- to make action, and that's actually a, a thread I see in her character a lot throughout the film. Is is her taking a bystander kind of approach to it? um Like when Riley, f- like, well, not to get too far ahead of, but when. Riley's freaking out. She does the same thing. She just sort of steps back and watches it all happen and she's the first one to leave the scene. Yeah, she Um, leaves.
1: She leaves the room while, you know, after. While it's still happening. Or while it's still still happening happening almost. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
0: like it's kind of the worst of it's over but like it's, you know, it's still going on. Like he's,
1: Right, no, yeah, you're right. Yeah. And she doesn't even call to the report the, the the dying kangaroo or anything like yeah, that. Yeah,
0: and her friend Jade calls her out on that. When she arrives at Jade's house and she's talking on the bed, Jade's like, why didn't you call the RSPCA? And she's like, eh, whatever. <laughs> Uh, whatever.
1: I don't know. <laughs> I'm traumatized. Like I don't know. Yeah. Can you be my friend? Can you Yeah, give me comfort. You with
0: me? <laughs> call your boyfriend over because he was my ex and have him comfort me instead well, of you. <laughs> and then she makes some
1: weird comments. Yeah. Like, I don't remember exactly what it is, but it's like, oh, like, you know, she makes weird sexual comments about um, Jade's boyfriend, her friend's boyfriend, because uh, Mia and Daniel were boyfriends, or um, he was her boyfriend before. Mm -hmm. But that's still sort of a little out of pocket. It definitely sort of rubbed me the wrong way right off the bat. Yeah,
0: it's like, they must be really good friends for that not to... (laughs) (laughs) Because, like... Uh, If any of my friends, I don't know. See, and that's another thing that builds into the, like, small town vibes. Like, whatever neighborhood they're living in, everybody knows each other. Because I don't know a lot of close friends who, like, date the same guy. Like, that seems kind of, like, a rare situation, but also, like, not a good idea (laughs) in general.
1: And it's not like Daniel's a homie hopper.
0: No, like like he seems like a pretty decent fella. He's like a very
1: Christian, like sort of of squeaky clean kind of dude. Right. Um, But Mia sort of, you know, talks to the mom and we get the sort of vibe that like Mia feels like she encroaches on the family. A little bit. Well, it's like her
0: safe space because, like, if you notice, like, whenever she's at her house, it's all very cool. Like, the lighting is very cold and, like, um, even in the, the commentary, they mentioned how, like, they tried to light Mia's house to look like a morgue almost. Like, it's all very, like, sterile yeah. and, like, concrete and gray and white and cold, cold lighting. And then when you get to Jade and Riley's house, it's, like, you know, kind of warmer colored like the way it's lit is warm. Like it's clearly me like Mia's. like, she hates being home. And, 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 and their
1: house is really cool. Yeah. Like architecture. Really cool. Really
0: pretty. They got that sunroom with the, the, right. what do you call it? The big, I don't know, glass. Wall, yeah. Like wall, the sky.
1: It's not as skylights. Yeah. Like the glass wall. Yeah. And there's a lot of like really cool shots, like of like the windows light on Mia's face too. Yeah. And she like, raining. she sleeps over. You know a lot it's like a mm-hmm. regular thing um, but we also learned that the mom didn't go to the remembrance day funeral thing mm-hmm. and because uh, she was busy working and did did jade go
0: uh i i i would imagine she did if if it wasn't brought up yeah because if, if jade's mom is apologizing i'd imagine that jade was probably there I guess I right, just
1: yeah. I guess I don't yeah. really remember, but yeah. I mean, they didn't really specifically show her there, so that's sort of left a little ambiguous, right? And Mia shows Jade the video of the hand, um, yeah. So we actually get sort of another little peer into that world of like somebody getting possessed and yeah. Jade's they're like, like why well, would they think pick- such bullshit? Yeah, it doesn't yeah. real. Which would be how anybody would act.
0: She shows <laughs> them the, the the video of the person being possessed, right? And says they're doing it again tonight, talking about Haley. Um, and uh, and Mia's like, I really want to go do it. I want to go do it. And uh, Jade is like, It's fake. It's just a trick. And Mia's kind of like, Why would they fake that? <laughs>
1: Yeah. So Why would they fake that? You have to come with me and do this. It's my mother's yeah. Remembrance Day.
0: Please. Oh my god, the worst. She's like, the worst. is worst.
1: sort of like emotionally manipulative. Like absolutely. maybe has like borderline personality disorder. Honestly or something. though, she's,
0: she's going through some shit and she's bringing her friends through it. <laughs> and a part of me makes me mad at her a little bit. But I understand that that is needed for the story. Well, um, she
1: has absolutely no support in her father. Her father is... Yeah. You know, she says, "Like, well, he's a zombie. He's depressed. It just reminds me that my mom's dad. When I see, whenever I see him, and yeah. when we see them interacting, it's like, well, yeah, there's absolutely. He's not even no. in
0: focus most of the time when right. they're talking to each other. Like, he's she's like in shrouded. And he's, yeah, he's shrouded in shadow, background.
1: like blurry. Yeah, <laughs> like uh, every time they talk, like, and it's not. I don't like, think you
0: see his face until like the very like the last third of the movie. You don't even see the no. face. Like he's in. quite a few scenes, right. but Yeah, you don't even see his face." Yeah.
1: And their conversations basically go like, well, how's your day? And he, she's like, got the faucet running. Yeah. And then she turns the faucet off. What? And he's like, oh, I just said, how was your day? Well, it's fine. And then she turns the faucet back on
0: and he says and another he thing. Again. <laughs> and yeah. she's like,
1: what? And she turns the faucet <sighs> off and he's like, oh,
0: never mind. Just that like <laughs> horrible awkwardness <laughs> right? of people not connecting. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs>
1: like in the most physical way just yeah. not connecting at all um but I, you know that's it. but that's real I mean I've had moments or phases like that with my parents where it's just like I have absolutely nothing in common with you
0: right and like they probably no know,
1: you know yeah exactly
2: yeah
1: and you know He's keeping stuff from her, and she's keeping right. stuff from him. It's very apparent that like they're not telling each other anything about what they're doing.
0: They're just so wedged apart going. and like isolated in their own grief. Right.
1: Exactly. So then they go. Uh, they go ahead to the
0: party. Yeah. It's a, and we meet it's Haley and Joss. <laughs> Joss is. Like I love him. I think he's a great character, but he's also like if I knew him in real life, he would be the type of person I would <laughs> never hang out with because he would be so in your face and annoying. <laughs> oh never. Yeah. In movies he's fantastic. I love those kind of characters, but in real life it's like, whoa.
1: <laughs> I don't think I don't think I can handle hanging out with any of these people in real life. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Probably, right? Maybe Jade alone. Jade seems Maybe. to have her head on her on her pretty tight pretty yeah, well like maybe <laughs> maybe <laughs> yeah definitely not mia mia's got a lot of work to get through and also she would just drag me to hell with her so no thanks yeah. and Haley <laughs>
1: and joss just like the ultimate like peer pressure like they're just really
0: toxic teenagers <laughs> yeah t-
1: very yeah very toxic yeah like yeah. just very like um i don't know very judgy very very yeah. judgy teenagers but they're, they're the, the they're the hand people.
0: Yeah, they have the hand, the the mystical magical hand that doesn't get a lot of backstory in this film. They they just say that they think it might have belonged to a magician or a medium or and a,
1: and Haley's like, no, "No, no, no, it was a satanist."
0: Yeah, somebody who got their hand chopped off and embalmed and then encased in plaster is the is the all the story that we're given about the hand. That's all the information we have. So it's you know it's pretty shrouded in mystery, which I think is really great because a it leaves room for lore to be added in the future. Hopefully, not too much to ruin the mystery um, when we get into sequel territory. And b it is just it's going to become iconic. Like that hand is going to become an iconic like horror artifact.
1: (laughs) I love that. I I love that in horror. I actually love when it's all speculative. Because, like, it's really grounding to just have the main character's uh, perspective, in my opinion. Because it's almost like when you try to force an origin story in there, it doesn't leave um, as much to, like, talk about and speculate about. Right, right. And that's why, like, a film like this is something that, like, people talk about. Because it's all speculative. And, like, they play with that a lot. Like, so, during this party, you know, of course... They ask if there's any volunteers. Mia's the first one to, to want to go. Yeah. So they belt her. They tie her up to a chair. And um, she, you know, she experiences this sort of possession. But she's like pointing all over the room and the camera is spinning and like showing parts of the room where there isn't anybody. But yeah, it's like, like Mia can see them. So you can only speculate so that maybe there's other spirits there. <laughs> Or yeah. the, I mean, the the, door, it's not me. The door the does spirit. open. Yeah, and the which door opens. The door. Yeah. It's a lot so of like, like, only the person who's experiencing it can see it.
0: Yeah, and I think she sees two spirits that first time. Because the first time she sees it, she pulls away from the hand immediately. Um, and it's like some old man with like piercing blue eyes for like 10 frames, less than a second. And yeah. um, then she puts her hand back on and she sees this bloated bloated like drowned ghost woman
1: that is uh, a super freaky and yeah. when and it's only shows her for like you know a couple of seconds and when it does yeah. it's just this terrible noise like yeah
0: the sound design is crazy oh with that gross gurgling right? is so disturbing <laughs> i watched this with headphones on um last night when i watched it and uh or the other night when i watched it and the 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 gurgling is sickening it is so sickening and it's everywhere in this movie it keeps yeah. coming back yeah, um, yeah, so,
1: because it is this—it's this drowned spirit yeah, that that's has uh, that the has hold world. on me. Yeah,
0: and they it's go the over—they, uh, you, you
1: know. So then the rules. So Haley explains the rules. So it's ninety seconds. You can't go for. Or you light the candle. You hold the hand, and then you say, "Talk to me," and then you can see the spirit, and then you say, "Let, let I let you in," and they come in and possess you. But you yeah. can only do it for 90 seconds, because if you're past 90 seconds, as Haley says, they'll want to stay. They'll want to stay. And so they, creepy.
0: Oh, and my God.
1: what happens the first time Mia does it?
0: She goes over.
1: They like, go by over 90 seconds. seconds.
0: or so. Yeah. They
1: go over time, right off the bat. And it's like, okay, yeah. Mia's fucked.
0: Did like, you from notice? From the beginning. This time, and I didn't <laughs> like, notice in theaters, but this time I noticed the fingers clench on the hand. Yeah. Head. Tiny really, bit. really
1: subtly, but they sort yeah. of move, and it's, <laughs> it's so like it, it grabs your hand. Yeah,
0: yeah. and so like, th- like I feel like because she is just so much like in her own grief, the spirits can like taste that almost like the second they get on her, and so they knew yeah. right away. They knew like before even ten seconds was up. Oh, this is one that we can manipulate. This is this is our this is our like ace in the hole. This Mia yeah. is the one we want, and I, like. And so it clenches onto her, and that's why it's so hard for them to get it off at first, because literally it's it's a different shape now. The fingers are clenched a little bit more. Yeah. And uh so disturbing, such a really freaky scene.
1: <laughs> I didn't even think about oh well that. Done. so it's doing it specifically because Mia is such a vulnerable person.
0: Yeah. I mean like what the first thing genius. Genius. Yeah, I mean like she's just already a broken person. Like she's ripe for demonic possession. <laughs> like, right. She doesn't have, an she doesn't have strength.
2: Yeah.
1: She couldn't end the kangaroo. And, you know, I understand not wanting to kill an animal, but yeah, she couldn't even hard. call it in and report it. Right. And yeah, that, that's like the perfect indication of like, you know, and she doesn't have any friends. She yeah. doesn't really have, she doesn't have a mom. She doesn't she she does, really has have Jade a Jade and Riley. That's it. Yeah. yeah. And Jade finds her annoying.
0: Yeah. Jade <laughs> loves her, but she's like, you're, you're stressing me out. Get out. <laughs> Leave.
1: Right. I need to call yeah. and talk to my boyfriend for 5 minutes.
0: Right. <laughs> like go, go talk to Riley. <laughs> but, but don't tell Riley about any of the weird sexual stuff you tell me.
1: <laughs> it's great because like the way it's filmed sort of from her perspective
0: mm-hmm. is you
1: feel like Jade's kind of a, a bitchy character. Right. But then when you take a step back and you put yourself in Jade's shoes, Mia is clingy. Yeah, so it's Jade's like, actually a
0: really good friend, too, I would say. Yeah, like, she's Jade like insanely supportive, like yeah. the
1: most supportive one in, in uh, Mia's life, more than Riley, because Riley's right. too young to really understand he's what just being a fully supportive uh, means. I mean, he's yeah. supportive, but, you know, he's also sort of, he's a kid. Yeah, he's yeah. very naive. Right. He doesn't have a lot of world experience as we, right. and especially as we come to later find out. And he comes. Oh, and and uh, and Mia uh, brings him to this party yeah. where this freaky shit is happening. She brings this kid uh,
0: who's what fourteen, right? Like this she, is this is the hereditary party. Now I'm seeing the parallels. This is the little kid going to the party that they should not have been at, totally. and getting their head smashed.
1: <laughs> and I just I just watched hereditary uh, last night again.
0: So good, amazing, amazing. Um, but yeah, back to. Jade being a really good friend, like, when they get to that party, Mia doesn't feel comfortable right away. She's kind of off in the corner being awkward and, like, kind of staring at a wall. Yeah, and she, like, goes up to Jade... somebody
1: and she's like, yo, great party, huh? <laughs> yeah, and the person's, she... like, on their phone, like, yeah. Joss.
0: Yeah, they'll pick up <laughs> yeah. in <it> a bit.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, it's J- yeah, it's Joss, yeah.
0: <laughs> and And yeah. Jade comes up to her and she goes, hey, you feeling okay? And she's like, yeah, I'm just... <laughs> and she goes, yeah, keep doing that. Go... <laughs> Yeah. Like it's so cute. It's just a cute little moment where she's just being a goofy, fun, supportive friend, and like, right? Jade was really trying to be there for her. like everybody was. Everybody in that family, and Jade and Riley's family, and the mother—they were all really trying to be there for Mia, but she just couldn't accept. She couldn't like see past her own grief, I guess. Right. And it made her. It made her so susceptible to what's was about to happen, <laughs> which is. Uh, so we talked about how they went over, and then. Mia is like that was incredible wow so amazing and they have like is that when they have the big montage scene
1: no no that's later because they invite them back that's love that montage but we'll get to that's that. That's right, because that's at Jade's
0: house when they do the montage. The okay. first
1: possession scene's amazing. You know, it's spinning yeah. around and yeah. she's like, eh, he, 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 you know, it's like just this <laughs> totally <laughs> freaky. So yeah. freaky. Just this freaky, freaky, evil like cackle that she lets yeah. out. And she like points to things that aren't there. And you know, she points to Riley the kid. Oh, they like you. They like you.
0: So creepy
1: just yeah, totally freaked and it freaks him out of course yeah it would freak anybody out It me. she out. starts
0: just like shouting run 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 yeah oh yeah and they like so really t-
1: sort of subtly like adjust the sound a little bit to almost yeah. make it sort of like a roar like the yeah. run becomes like run roar 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 yeah like it, the it almost sound becomes so like crazy. un. Uh, it almost becomes unintelligible
0: oh it's so creepy it is such a creepy scene
1: really yeah uh. And I love this movie because there's not really um there's not really any jump scares.
0: No, but it all like I wouldn't say there's maybe any like there's like one there's one. So
1: I went and saw this with my brother, um, and like there was one scene that sort of made us jump was when she slapped herself. oh yeah but that's it like she like slaps herself really quick and that's like the most of a jump scare you're going to get from this movie but it is just so creepy and eerie yeah throughout the The rest is just
0: like tension building and then horrible horrifying visuals (laughs) yeah the atmosphere and yeah so they go home after the party oh and and i'm
1: sorry wait one more thing that i want to say about the drowned spirit i was Uh watching a video where they were talking about the prosthetics that the spirits were in and the woman who played that like totally freaky, freaky drowned spirit, yeah, came to that uh, during that possession scene. She sat through th- I think like one to three hours of makeup, wow, and she quarantined for three days. That's and right. They, and they only had her in the ske- scene for like two seconds. Yeah. Or like there was like two like five second clips. It was like two seconds yeah. and then five seconds, but like so all like a this couple work. hours of work, yeah, right, just for like that one little scene, but it totally made it worth it.
0: a week in quarantine for a day's work <laughs> right, amazing, it's just so so well done though right and that the the drowned ghost is I didn't realize this until the second time through that the drowned ghost really is the one that's like there the entire time afterwards. Yeah. Like, you see, it, it appears as, like, a billion different other things throughout the movie. But the sound design, it's always the gurgling. It's always that creepy gurgling. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Anytime you see, anytime Mia sees somebody, um, a spirit who isn't the drowned ghost, what do you hear? Water.
0: Gurgling. gurgling. Yeah. And there's just water all over this movie after that initial yeah. possession. Like, theres I don't think there's any rain before that possession. But after that possession, she goes home. Or she goes back to Jaden Riley's house and she's sleeping on the pullout couch and she's looking out the window and just like the rain is falling down the window and you just see the water just over her face. like That scene is raw
1: as shit. Like it's yeah. just her looking, gazing out the window at the rain and the reflection or like the shadow of the rain on the window yeah. on her face like falling down. It's just so fucking pretty. It's yeah. like the best cinematography I've seen yeah. in a while. Honestly. it's so
0: gorgeous and dream so cool yeah oh so good and like um riley is afraid so he goes to jade and he's like can i can i sleep with you tonight like can i sleep on the floor or whatever in your room tonight and she's like she doesn't even, he anymore. doesn't even
1: ask she's she, oh, yeah. like he's like hey like you up <laughs> yeah you up i can't or you know like i can't sleep or something and she's like you're not sleeping in here and yeah. he's like i didn't even ask that and and she goes, she's like nine. yeah well you're not <laughs> nine yeah <laughs> good night <laughs> and then and then riley leaves the door open <laughs> she's like close the door riley the door. and he's just walking away it's just like
0: <laughs> which might also Damn be moment. a callback to the door being left open when riley because isn't that the whole thing the door was left open when riley did it because they didn't blow out the candle
1: holy shit yeah
0: so this movie's just layered layered yeah. as fuck <laughs>
1: So he um, goes and he goes and, and, and he wants to hang out with Mia.
0: Yeah, because she's, you know, not going to kick him out of bed, I guess. Um, yeah. Wrong phrasing. Um, well, there's, I yeah. mean, there's some weirdness there. I there is like. that there's weird tension. Yeah.
1: yeah. And then, like, you know, you see the freaky hand touching Riley, like when he's asleep uh, in the yeah. bed with Mia. And it's like
0: that split second shot.
1: Yeah, like, wow. you know, uh, Mia, like, grab you know, he's asleep. He was watching some game show. She pulls his phone out of his hand, plugs it in or whatever, takes his little AirPods out. And, right. You know, and then, like, as soon as her hand goes away from Riley taking that stuff out, we just it's see creepy, this fucking hand. nasty, Ugh. gross hand, like, touch his face. <laughs> like, and then yeah. it cuts and
0: we're just on to the next scene. <laughs> like, do you think that was for the audience, or do you think that was, like, actually the spirit touching Riley? It's like, Mia. Riley it's me grabbing because right. like she's possessed yeah oh, because yeah, because they
1: yeah they stayed over so yeah. like that's i th- that's my theory anyways Ugh. yeah i mean it, it could have been symbolic but then you know you get a scene later and obviously we're going through the whole movie so you know if you haven't watched it just you know you should you should go watch <laughs> it because it's, it's amazing it's amazing and uh, you know, I fully wouldn't blame you for putting this podcast episode on hold if you wanted to wait to watch it because talk to me is fantastic. Rough, <laughs> it's so rough, good. But, rough fantastic. but fantastic. Fantastic. <laughs> um, but yeah, like we see later, there's a callback to that scene, and uh, it is Riley's. Or, um, it is uh, Mia's mom, like mm. laying there with him yeah. during that part. But like you know, it's it's her her dead mom.
0: Yeah,
1: and and we could only presume uh, probably the drowned spirit.
0: Yeah, that's so fucking creepy. That drowned spirit, gonna be haunting me forever. I um, know. mostly the sound design. It's, <laughs> so <laughs> it's, so so gross. so it's the grossest wet sound ever. It's like, like a how w- did they find the it's like a frog croaking,
1: heard... like a toilet flushing, like a wet yeah. fart, like water like, going down a drain. Just like the all the nastiest, like wet noises combined together. It to just makes. I don't even know how they made it sound, sound so right? terrifying. It it's is, so bad. So it is bad. so nasty,
0: <laughs> yeah. nastiest sound I've ever heard.
1: <laughs> I'm with you there. It's so. And then cool. right after that
0: scene is that when they're at the school again and they're trying to talk to Haley about doing it yeah. again because Danny wants to do it.
1: Yeah. So of course, uh, so Jade's boyfriend, uh, Daniel, who was there um, when Mia yeah. did it with, uh, so it was Jade, Daniel and Riley and Mia who all went to this party,
0: which I think it's funny that he wants to do it so bad considering he's like the squeaky clean Christian boy. And he's like, Oh yeah, I want to deal with uh, demonic spirits. And entities. Right.
1: <laughs> so like, and that's almost interesting. Cause it's like, okay, like, is he really Christian? It's probably his parents. Yeah. Cause if right. he's willing to like, try this hand, I don't know any Christians that would do that. I mean, <laughs> right? Like it's clearly like, like he's a little rebellious. But yeah, like you know, you see Mia and Daniel waiting in the back, and Jade goes up to uh, Haley yeah. for some reason. <laughs> like Everybody why makes is... Jade go up? <laughs> right. I feel
0: bad for Jade. <laughs> like... She's like the 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 spokesperson for her entire friend group. Jade's almost, because Jade... everyone
1: else is too embarrassed. Jade has to fucking do everything.
0: Yeah, basically. (laughs) She's taking care of her brother while her mom's at work. She's taking care of all her friends who are falling apart. (laughs) Like, wow. She really has the toughest role in this film, I think.
1: Yeah, truly.
0: Yeah. Jade is the one that asks for Danny, on behalf of Danny, if they can do the hand thing again. And Haley's like, Joss's house is trashed. He's pissed. And Jade's like, okay, my house then. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. And uh, and then she's like, you know, Haley's kind of a bastard about it.
0: Yeah, she's they're they're a bit of a dick. Um, yeah, <laughs> they're, they're and a like, great character. <laughs> I love
1: I love 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 the characters of Haley and Joss. Yeah. I I actually I don't think Joss was annoying. I thought he was pretty great. I thought he. Was I mean, I annoying. love
0: his character. I'm just thinking yeah. like if I were ever like. He's just one of those party boys, you know, that's like, oh, yeah, and gets up in your face and he's like, you're going to have so much fun. And it's just like, wow, calm down, Josh. Yeah, Yeah, like when (laughs) Mia's
1: possessed, like the first thing he does to the spirit is. He snaps and right. then he like makes
0: a dick sucking motion. Like right, he's such life. a he's, he's a bit annoying, but he's right. he's a great character. Both Joss and Haley are so excellent on screen. Uh, very commanding actors. Yes. Um, so when Jade walks away from Haley
1: after you know Haley's like okay fine like you know and Haley's like yeah I got a party at eleven, and she's like well my mom leaves at ten, and Haley's like okay so my mom yeah, at leaves nine. at
0: nine so I'll see you at ten oh, yeah my mom leaves <laughs> yeah. at nine
1: okay see so you at ten.
0: Um, so so like uh what would you even call it like transactional yeah yeah Yeah, very transactional (laughs) like all right be there (laughs) we'll do it (laughs) and uh
1: and she walks away from Haley, and it's a rack focus and you see mia was there behind her Mm -hmm. and she's like yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And then <laughs> it's another rack and Daniel's further behind them. And he's like, yeah, yeah. 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 Like <laughs> so yeah. Mia's further away hanging <laughs> back and Daniel's even further away hanging back from all three of them. Just like yeah, just weak friends. Weak I guess friends Haley's just ass. really
0: intimidating. And they're all intimidated of Haley, I guess. <laughs> Nobody can approach them.
1: I mean, yeah, Haley's so cool. Yeah, I don't <laughs> yeah. blame him.
0: So funny. Um, but then the next shot is Daniel showing up at Jade's house, right? And Jade's mother yep. answering the door, and uh, she slams the shut on his face and goes, "Is there a party happening?" She runs around the house asking Jade and yeah. and Riley if there's a party happening or w- what party's going on or Oh, I already know. Jade told me when when's it starting. Yeah, she tries to be sneaky. So what time is the
1: party again? <laughs> Riley is so like, funny. I literally don't have any idea what you're talking about. Well, if What's you're drinking- Riley's
0: friend's name again? Is it?
1: I don't remember. I don't remember what his stupid friend's name is. His friend's yeah, a dick, she, though.
0: She asked the friend. <laughs> his yeah. friend
1: is like an annoying 14 year old. <laughs> Riley's she like a cool party. Sweet, right. sweet kid. And he's but... like, if
0: there's going to be alcohol at a party, I'm definitely drinking.
1: <laughs> right, right. That's <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: just great. So funny. I'm Apparently, a out. lot of that scene was improv. And so there was like a lot of takes that just like were way too like out of control. Like apparently there was like yeah. uh, some, some scenes that were just like full on comedy because they were just sort of improv that scene. And, uh, yeah, on the, on the commentary, they were saying that like, there was just some things that were so out of control. <laughs> it, like during that one scene, some of the things that people said was just so wild and funny. Yeah. The mom
1: was like to Christian, uh, or to Danny. Um, yeah, my mother's, or, uh, D- Daniel, my daughter's vagina off limits, yeah,
0: off limits. <laughs> and the actor ad libs like well what about yours and they all laugh and it's like yeah no that
1: doesn't make sense daniel's way too squeaky clean for that but it was funny yeah, that'd be hilarious or you know mia's oh. like i smoked weed one time and the mom's like yeah well you fuck one goat
0: <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> that's like that andrew stan is that that andrew St- are you uh doing the andrew stanton ted talk right there. No, that was a deleted
1: scene that the mom did.
0: That was really. that. Yeah, oh, they oh, actually that's were right, going to watched in. all the deleted scenes. Yeah. Shoot, I got to watch those then. That's hilarious. Yeah. But yeah, I just uh I just watched an Andrew Stanton Ted talk uh, t- not to digress too much where he goes, he tells this big story about um you know, you see that brick wall? I built that brick wall, but nobody calls me the brick wall maker, but you fuck yeah. one goat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: right? Yeah. Yeah, that's uh oh yeah. That's uh, that I definitely (laughs) have heard that uh, story. I think my mom told that to me as a joke when I was a kid.
0: Yeah, (laughs) I'm gonna have to check out the deleted scenes. Maybe I
1: was too I was too young to hear that joke, but it was (laughs) very funny. Um, Amazing. But yeah, then then they end up having Haley and Joss over. Yep. To um, throw another
0: demonic possession party, (laughs) woohoo! And we get
1: the best scene of the entire film.
0: Yeah, that montage sequence is gonna go down in history for sure. That's that's what we're talking about, right?
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. The uh, the montage with Le Monde. Yeah. You know, the... It's funny because they chose
0: Le Monde because it was like a, a it's an EDFPF F P F song that had been you know remixed to being more modern, and so they were like, uh, the idea was that like that song had to have been the one that they needed for the movie because the idea was that it was like kids messing around with something that they didn't understand the full depth of. Wow. You know, just having fun with it. And they felt like that was exemplified in this song that was like, you know, so much older than it is, but they're listening to like the modern version where it's remixed right. and they're just having fun with it and they're enjoying like, it, you know? They're
1: like clapping, like... Yeah. And there's like a drum beat. It's really good. Yeah,
0: that so montage sequence really has 50 setups and they shot it in two hours. Two hours? The DP said... like The DP was like, it's mathematically impossible for us to film this tonight. And uh, I guess Danny and Michael were like, well, just let us handle the camera work tonight. And so they managed to get through 50 setups in two hours. That's what what they said.
1: What the fuck? Like, people. So, okay. So here's what happens. Incredible. So they pull the hand out. Daniel does it. And of course, like his spirit is all fucking weird, and <laughs> he makes like out makes dog. out with the dogs so bad, yeah, and it's, like so gross. you know, like I don't know, like the fi- the the spirit is like fingering herself, but it's yeah. in like Daniel's like body, so it's, it's super just, disturbing. It's very fucking weird and gross, and like, and then of course you know he's all freaked out. Oh, delete it, delete it. Yeah. Haley's like, I'm sorry mate, it's already posted. It's <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, so wild. They're and, so then, mean. and then after that you know of course Jade is like this is fucked up like, we're yeah. not doing this anymore and Mia's like I want to have another go yeah.
0: immediately
1: immediately after just like that like the most fucked up shit happens to Daniel and, uh, and then she does it and then and all of a sudden it's montage. just a montage of like Haley um Joss and Mia just doing all it all just like taking turns like they're passing so a bowl bad they're just yes. like getting possessed I and then daniel comes imagine. in and then he does it
0: yeah daniel comes back during that montage though that's what's wild yeah. to me is like he went through making out with a dog and being embarrassed and that being posted to like not like he's like oh i'm cool with it now he comes back during the same montage yeah scene. the music is still <laughs> playing and then all of a sudden we yeah, just cut to like
1: daniel's back everyone's cheering and laughing yeah, and you
0: know like, and then he's like
1: and then it cuts to daniel doing it again <laughs> Like, and he's like roaring like a lion yeah so, so like insane. so there's all these shots of them all getting possessed and they all have like bruise makeup
0: yeah, like the large black nice scaleras movie.
1: so they all had to do makeup for mm-hmm. all of those shots yeah. and they just really like shot that whole thing in under two hours
0: I mean that's what they say on the commentary so either they're lying or <laughs> like that's incredible though like it's insane.
1: I, I can't imagine absolute, how it was done insane
0: yeah oh. um but and then and then also sophie's singing the french singing when she's singing at that part that's yeah. actually sophie wild singing wow that's her real singing voice so wow. she can just sing in french i guess <laughs> wow and yeah. that
1: was great yeah she was singing the song that was happening yeah so like i love that like so like you know non-diegetic and diegetic sound let me get film Blending. school for a minute yeah
0: Like diegetic,
1: diegetic sound is, is sound that's in the actual world of the film. You know, that's like if somebody Mm -hmm. plays a song and then you hear the song playing and Mm non-diegetic is when there's like, you know, action music in an action movie or something like that. Something that the the characters don't hear. Right. But like one of my favorite things that movies do is when they play with that.
0: Yeah, where and they it's blend like the, the non-diagetic and diegetic.
1: We're getting the sense that this isn't something that the characters are hearing, and then all of a sudden, like Sophie's singing the song.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, it's she's so desired. crazy. This is so good. Uh, just so yeah. so good.
0: Um I just have to talk about this is a, a little bit of a tangent, but Sophie, they lost a million dollars in the budget by going with Sophie because I guess whoever was funding the film, Causeway, wanted a name. Like a star to, of course. To, to carry the film, and Raka Raka, Philip or Michael and Danny were like, "She is a name. She just you don't know it yet." <laughs> yeah, that was their response. And they, they fought hard, I, and it was worth yeah, it
1: because she's amazing. One hundred
0: percent, like, oh so good. Like just the fact that she even is like singing the the French during that part is just so good. Like, I don't know, she's just fantastic. She's so good. I'm a fan. Yeah. Like, I've only seen her in one movie, but I'm a fan.
1: <laughs> yeah. I hope she... I, I know she's going to get cast in, in many other things. Because, yeah, she seriously yeah. brought it. I respect yeah. the... Uh, I respect Raka Raka a lot after this yeah. movie. Because, like, learning, like... That's not the only thing either. They um, were offered a bigger budget to do this film American.
0: Mm-hmm, an American but they studio. kept wanting to change it or something. Like, make it a more... Like, every other horror film is kind of how they put it. Like, uh, the one Hollywood studio that was interested was like, oh, but we want you to change this and that and this and that. And they were like, nah, we're good. Yeah, So (laughs) then,
1: and then they wanted to keep it local, and then they went with an Australian company that was going to give them more freedom and took a much smaller budget. Yeah. it's like, that's just... I don't know. That commands respect for me. It doesn't
0: look like it lost any... Like, it doesn't look like they had to cut corners on the budget either because the movie is like... So pristine looking all the I, way I through. And just not...
1: amazing camera work, amazing makeup yeah. effects. Yeah, they use like mostly practical. I think there was like yeah. very few VFXs. Like they were talking in an interview about how like the black scalera lenses, so those are like contact lenses that mm-hmm. um I mean, just so the people at home know in case you don't know, these are like black contact lenses that make your whole eye black. So like when their eyes are black, that's not uh that's not CGI that's a real black like piece of plastic that they put in yeah. their eyes to cover their whole eyes and they were talking like the only vfx that they really used were little parts like yeah, if they wanted to make their here there like if they wanted to make the sclera grow like if they wanted to make mm. their pupils grow they put vfx to make the pupils grow but then when they were all black eyes it was practical
0: yeah i remember there was one part where they said uh ria the uh the ghost of uh, wow, blanked. Um, sorry, my mind just shut down. Rhea's Mia's the, mother, Ria. Yeah, yeah, the ghost. Uh, when they're talking, um, I guess they ran out of time to do makeup on one of the days, and so in one of the scenes where uh, Mia is talking with the the drowned ghost that's pretending to be um, her mother, that makeup is actually CGI. Oh, in that one scene. But they See. did so good, I wouldn't have noticed. And then um and then another little subtle visual effect they did was when he's making out with the dog. Uh it's two shots comp together. So it's the dog like <laughs> licking a treat. And so I'm glad him, that I'm they, glad
1: that the actor for Daniel didn't actually have to do that.
0: Yeah, and he's making out with a puppet, I guess. <laughs> that's
1: a good that's a good use of oh well and, I mean he's making out he's or make, something. Yeah. He's making out with a puppet. Or, like, yeah, he's making out with a puppet, and then they count the dog. In,
0: right? Yeah, and the dog's, like, licking yeah. a treat or something that they cut out. <laughs> so, so there's there's little touches here and there, but just to enhance the story, not to, like, it's not what they were leaning on, you know?
1: That's good. That's yeah. an acceptable use of VFX, in my opinion. Yeah, you yeah. don't. Uh, you shouldn't have to make out for a dog for, or with a dog for a movie. I
0: certainly I wouldn't. And actually, that I think is one of the grossest scenes in the whole movie is when he's making out with a dog.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know what? That actually maybe even that actually maybe even tops the like wet ghost sound.
0: It's like worse kind of than like, the hell sequence. <laughs> yeah, and then there's
1: like this fucking terrifying like hell sequence later in the yeah. film that we'll get into. But like, yeah, when Daniel's making out with a dog, it just like holds on it for so long. It's just like... <laughs> And he's like, the that stupid, scene is so g- gross. <laughs> the ghost that's possessing Daniel is like, mm, mm. like he's doing these like orgasmic modes, and it's like that's like an stop. Evil Dead moment,
0: like <laughs> totally. where the spirit is just so nasty and and unhinged. And they ugh. took
1: they took notes from Evil Dead for this, yeah, part, for sure. I feel yeah. like like if you like Evil Dead, you would really like talk to me because it's right. similar. It's a tight plot. You know, it doesn't have any fluff. What,
0: what if that's Ash's hand?
1: That's like, that's a crossover that I, that I don't maybe want, but I think I need.
0: (laughs) Like that's literally like Ash's hand. And so like now they're just conjuring deadites when they touch the hand.
1: So talk 10 me, talk to me 10 when it finally gets into the origin of the hand. It's actually an Evil Dead crossover. Perfect. It's it's
0: just Ash's hand that he chopped off in the Evil Dead too.
1: You heard it here, folks. Uh, You heard it here first, folks. Wes called it. (laughs) Talk to me and and, uh, Evil Dead are in the same universe.
0: (laughs) Which would mean that, like, uh, Jason and uh, Freddy are also in the Talk to Me universe. Oh,
1: yeah, because I guess they're in the Evil Dead universe, too.
0: Because the Necronomicon makes an appearance in, like, the fifth Friday the 13th movie, is it? (laughs) That's
1: true. That's true, it does, doesn't it?
0: So wild. Wild cinematic universe brewing right now, right here.
1: Yeah, they want to take notes from James Wan. With his yeah. conjuring geniusness. <laughs> um, so back to the montage. So it's a great scene,
0: Fantastic and of course, scene.
1: you know, they're all passing the demonic hand around, like it's a, like it's a bowl, bowl or a bottle. Of and booze. The, yeah,
0: like it's a like it's a bong that they're all passing around, right? Taking a hit, and uh, Riley's like, "I want a turn. It's my turn, right? Yeah, <laughs> I'm like so, 14, please.
1: <laughs> yeah, the the kids." Who are with them while they're doing they this. They should
0: not be there. They should be yeah. in bed.
1: <laughs> the kid, the children who are with them while they're doing this horrible shit uh, want to try it. Oh, who would have yeah. thunk it? Right. So, of Bad course, <laughs> Jade being the older sister and maybe, maybe the only voice of reason in this yeah. whole movie. Maybe in this yeah. whole movie. I
0: think, <laughs> I think so, too. <laughs> yeah. It's like um, no, absolutely not.
1: <laughs> of course, because like, first of all, I don't think if this was real that I would uh, want to do it. No, I wouldn't. Fuck that. <laughs> I'm a full blown. <laughs> I'm a full blown skeptic. But like, uh, the only
0: reason why I've ever played with a Ouija board is because I saw other people playing with Ouija board and I saw that nothing ever happened. And so I was like, sure, why not? If we're all playing Ouija, I'll join in on the nothing happening. But right. if I was there sitting in a room where people were passing this hand around and there was like, like. It's clearly something happening because their literal face is changing. They're getting like huge black pupils, and like their yeah. faces all of a sudden look bruised and dirty and grimy. Like that's like that's evidence. I'm not gonna touch that. And now.
1: they're <laughs> embarrassing themselves, right. acting fucking weird. <laughs> Like, yeah, i would just uh, no and yeah especially if like my little brother wanted to do it i would just, no yeah <laughs> no <laughs> absolutely yeah. not i think i'd yeah i think i would smash the hand myself i wonder um, if
0: it can break i wonder if that's a thing that can happen yeah well i mean store. don't they
1: say it's ceramic or is it plaster
0: yeah, but they throw that hand around. It looks plaster. Um It, it slides around, kind of...
1: but the noise it makes sounds very it's ceramic. It's
0: like a it's pretty like loud a... thud every time it like it's like and I know that's all sound design or something, but like I think we're supposed to believe that the hand can take quite a bit.
1: Of... It sounds like a vase. Like yeah. a heavy like well-made vase like falling and like sliding. There's like a hollowness to it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It doesn't sound like there's a hand inside which is or if there
0: is it's all rot rotted away. Right.
1: Yeah, that's probably yeah, yeah. if it, if there is a hand inside it's probably a skeleton hand. Is that how
0: it works? The writings on it are really interesting cuz I don't yeah. think it's consistent. Like they say that they only they made six hands and according to the commentary they only used one. Um but the director, it seems like one of the
1: directors took one, Sophie Wilde took another one.
0: Oh, that's so cool. So there's three there's, so there's a uh, you know, five hands out there somewhere. Yeah, um, Haley wanted a, Haley
1: wanted another one. Um, uh, the actor who played Haley Zoe. Um, I, don't
0: know. Tre, 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 I forgot Tarakas. their last name. Tarakas. Tarakas. Thank Zoe you.
1: Tarakas wanted one and <laughs> was talking about in an interview how they were just going to buy one from A24. <laughs> like,
0: yeah, because A24's selling them. I mean, you could just make your own with some alginate. Silicon alginate and plaster of Paris and a couple of colored sharpies. But... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just
1: be a be a scientist like Wes. Yeah, it's I mean, casually I... make your own out of
0: alginate <laughs> and like, plaster. I don't have Paris any here. of that. I just know that you can do that. Whatever the alginate. hell any of that is <laughs> that you just said. <laughs> like... Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. But. No, but, like, they say, so, the, the hand that was used for the film was completed the night before they needed it. So, like, the night before they were shooting any scenes with the hand. So, it came the, the it first completed. day of filming, basically? Yeah, well, <laughs> Jesus. yeah, the first day that they were shooting anything with the hand, anyway. And, um, like, wow. the guy that made it quit the next day. Wow. Like, he finished the hand, and then he, like, quit. And they were like asking him why he quit. And he said, he's like, was like, oh, there's something weird with the hand and something weird about it. And like, nothing else was said. And he Spooky. just left.
1: Spooky. So, yeah,
0: <laughs> in the grand tradition of, you know, apocryphal demonic situations happening on films like this which, you know, there's stories every time a film like this comes out. Every time a film dealing with demons and possession comes out, there's always these stories about how the set was cursed! Yeah, <laughs> I mean, and there's something
1: there's something wrong with the hand, so I quit. <laughs> well, what was yeah. wrong with it? I wasn't getting paid enough to make it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, yeah, I'm joining the strike. Right? <laughs> Bye! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, so that's that's the, the story. Um, wow. is that he left after he made the hand. He felt like it was scary, and he left. How positively delightful! <laughs>
1: <laughs> the hand, the hand well, scared the person who made it.
0: But yeah, so they say they only used one. But every time it's on screen, I feel like the writing's different, and I I didn't pay close enough attention to like really pin it down. And it really could just be like the angle they're showing it at, at that time, and what you know the it's the hard to focus. Yeah. It's not like there's just, like, a little
1: writing on it. It's covered in, like, scribbles and weird drawings and, like, different languages and, like... And there's
0: moments where it focuses, I feel like, on on different phrases on the hand. Like, there's some phrases that say, speak. Some uh, It says, talk to me on it a couple times. There's, like, phrases where it says, no, no. There's, like, spots on it that say, like, holy shit. Oh, you know, there's, like, like... It's more than just names. Like, it's, like... Wow. Like, so I wonder... Yeah, I just... I, could it be, like, like what,
1: what people are saying when they, like, touch right. it or something?
0: Like, I guess, like, whoever had it first, maybe it was Duck it, or maybe whoever had it before Duck it, you know, maybe, like, they were like, write something on it after you use it, you know, anything. <laughs> like, whatever you're feeling. It could be your name. It could be whatever phrase pops into your head. You know, just something like that. But it's, like... The way that they focus, every time they focus on the hand, they're focusing on like a slightly different part of it. So you see different phrases highlighted, like when it when the focus is racking. And uh, I just I would love to like watch this movie, like and just know everything that's written on that hand because I know there's some secrets on that hand that the directors aren't filling us in on.
1: Oh, totally. I mean, they they put too much care, yeah, into so many parts of this movie that there can't be things written on that hand that aren't important. Right. I think I just so I think crazy. I just use like a quad quintuple negative there, but
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's not there's so they, they're so good at paying attention. There's no way that they didn't not do the thing that they did not not do.
1: Yeah, that's like that basically as soon as I said it, that's how it sounded when I read when I thought back about what I just said. I'm sorry. That is, <laughs> no, that was, that was great. That was great. Um, and uh, uh, so Riley wants to do it. Uh, Jade says absolutely. Hell fucking not. And Mia's um, like, well, come on. What about for thirty seconds?
0: Uh, for sixty. What about for sixty? Oh, then she for sixty. Down to fifty. And um, uh, and then what happens? They go over because Mia's like, it's my mom. Uh, yeah. Well, so Riley he calls the spirit.
1: It's supposedly her mother.
0: And like he looks at her before, like he he like looks, you know, at where the spirit is, to him, and he's like, what the fuck, you know, like. I think he recognizes it as as Mia's mother, um, you know, even though it's probably the drowned ghost impersonating Mia's mother. And um,
1: I love that part. I love like, yeah. that whole aspect of this movie, how like when you say talk to me and you're holding the hand, you see the spirit in front of you. But yeah. the only person we ever sees is maybe Mia. There might be one other person.
0: Yeah, you only see it when Mia's seeing it, I think.
1: Yeah. So, like, mm-hmm. that's great because it's just, like, a very singular, you know, like we were saying before, it's just a very singular perspective when, like, every other character is doing this. You're yeah. only seeing what they're – you're not seeing what they're seeing. You're only seeing them. Yeah. So you don't really know what Riley sees. But, yeah, like you said, he's like,
0: what the fuck? Yeah. And yeah. It's like it looks like he's recognizing it. it, it could it be,
1: Yeah, he could be
0: seeing Mia's mom. And I Mia mean, pressures like, it him to, to Yeah. And then he he kinda doesn't want to do it, but Mia's like, Go ahead, it's okay. Say say I let you in. And he does. And Whew Yeah, lots of <laughs> that's when the shit really gets real. And uh he starts saying, like, Oh Mia, me, I'm so proud of you. Yeah, you, you know, know, so saying, he calls
1: her me. And yeah. she's like, Well, only my mother called me. me. And <laughs> <Right. laughs> <I'd> be like <laughs> Like okay, like your I mean, name is pretty, Mia. It's not that yeah. big of a, you know. It'd it's be not one, like your nickname
0: was Snuffle Bunnies and only your mom called you Snuffle Bunnies and right. the demon was saying Snuffle Bunny. <laughs> like, come on.
1: Right, right.
0: Like... <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. And like they probably, you know, it's like it's like they said later in the movie, the spirits yeah. probably get, you know, thoughts. if they're in your head, they know everything about you.
0: Right. And it's like yeah, So, I mean, sense. like, when the so, Drowning like, Ghost was in there, she just had all that access to Mia's Memories and thoughts. So, do you think it
1: was the drowned ghost that was possessed? Oh, no. It wasn't the drowned ghost that was possessing Riley.
0: I think it was. Because the gurgling noise comes back again. Like, right after, right before he, you know, he's pretending to be Mia's mom and he's like, I'm so proud of you. And then he does that really weird thing where he, like, looks up for, like, a long time. Yeah. And the gurgling comes back at that moment. He
1: almost, like, is drowning. Yeah. He looks like he's drowning.
0: And that awful gurgling sound happens. And then he's like, got, got, got. And then he starts smashing his head into the desk. It's like, so hard.
1: hard. So hard he's, like, busting his fucking face open. And then he rips his eyeball out.
0: Yeah. And oh we see God. it all. So <laughs> and,
1: and supposedly actor Zoe Tarakas got uh, traumatized from seeing uh, seeing little uh, uh, what's his name uh, John Joe Bird Joey. who played yeah. Riley seeing little Joe Bird in all that like fucked up like process peeling his eyeball out that yeah. apparently scared Zoe Tarakas for real. I mean, it I scared me for real. <laughs> I don't play them. Yeah, no, yeah, and it was scary on screen. I mean, just, it's
0: super disturbing.
1: Yeah, and every time. Every time yeah. he comes to after that, or yeah, he, he goes to the hospital, um, the cops come.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, um, Haley and Joss stay there miraculously.
0: Yeah, Mia walks out. Mia's the
1: first to leave. Yeah, Haley and Joss are so indifferent to the situation. And who's the first one to leave?
0: Mia. Mia. Like, the one that's closest to Riley. <laughs> She's literally, so maybe terrible. even
1: closer. I mean, maybe on the surface closer to Riley than Jade because Jade is like a, you know, they have a classical like brother sister relationship. Obviously Jade cares more about Riley than any of the other characters, but like, you know, he doesn't like let him sleep in her room. Right. She doesn't like want him to come to the party, but it's all like, you know, or at least the not, not wanting him to come to the party, not wanting him to do the hand. Right. That's all comes from a place of protection. It's like
0: Jade has to be the mom because Jade's mother is working all the time. Right. And you see
1: that. So she makes very like realistic character choices throughout yeah. this whole movie. And uh, yeah, Riley, uh, and they, they go for what? Two minutes and like 30 seconds. Like they go like a minute over time. It's so bad. Yeah. So, so over time because yeah. Mia doesn't want uh she doesn't want it to end so yeah. she is like perfectly willing to just throw Riley in the line of fire to just right. maybe get to talk to somebody who she thinks is her mother. Um, and maybe
0: they just hadn't ever seen cuz I don't know clearly Joss and Haley had some information about Duckett um or at least so it would seem cuz they have the hand. Um yeah. but it it's it almost seems like, up until that point, nobody there had directly witnessed anything wrong happening with the hand. Like all, all that was was like scary, you know. You know, just a little scary, but fun, scary fun, you know.
2: Yeah.
0: And nobody ever got hurt up until now, at least to their knowledge, you know. But it yeah. does seem like they would have known that Ducky went crazy. Well, they did know because they mentioned well about Mia, how last Mia and Jade,
1: Mia and Jade and Daniel. And Riley, obviously, and his friend didn't know about Don. Yeah, yeah. But Just Haley and Joss, him. the the people, the like toxic teens who had the hand, yeah. who were the like popular ones because they were bringing the hand to parties. They knew, but yeah. they like. I don't even know if they told them that. At that point, they told them that later.
0: It's way later after the foot sucking scene. <laughs> God. I think right when they meet after that in yeah. the in the yeah. in, at Joss's place again. Yep. Yeah.
1: Exactly. So, so yeah. So Riley goes to the hospital and, um, you know, neither Jade nor uh, the mom want uh, want
0: Mia there. Yeah. What's wild to me is Mia fully goes home, washes herself off, and then goes back to the hospital still covered in Riley's blood.
1: Yeah. She washes her hands.
0: She doesn't even change her clothes.
1: And, like, well, I would just, I don't know. Like for example, if it was like my little cousin, and I saw yeah. my little cousin peel their own eyeball out and smash their face on the edge of a table, right? I would probably be going right to the hospital. I don't think right, I but she doesn't do that. First. She goes
0: home. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> the we- she does the weirdest thing ever, which is she goes home, sorta of cleans herself up, but keeps the same clothes on, and then reappears, while this family who probably went straight from you know uh, Jade's house to the hospital, undoubtedly. Um, Yeah, and, like, I don't know. It's just so thoughtless. Like, if I were Jade's mom, I would be pissed, too. Like, you're not even going to clean yourself off before coming, like, to try to, like, make things right? Like, what is your problem? Like, what? Yeah,
1: Yeah, and, and, I mean, the mom, well, Jade obviously knew because Mm -hmm. Mia and Jade had the argument about whether or not to let Riley uh, try it. But nobody Mm -hmm. was going to tell the police that, you know, there's this hand that's possessing people. And that's why Riley is all, you know, why he's all beaten up.
0: I guess they just said that he had, like, a spasm or something, right?
1: Yeah, basically, like, they don't get into it. But what you find out through context clues later is that, like, you know, the story that everybody went with was that Riley had a a psychotic breakdown.
0: Yeah, and that he had a breakout, which is... That's a big, that's a, oof. I mean, like, I get that psychotic breakdowns, there's a huge range of what can happen to a person when they go through something like that, but, I mean, like, for a 14-year-old to have this kind of psychotic breakdown would just be so terrifying. (laughs) Like, the poor mother, like, oh my goodness. And the mom
1: knew that Mia had, like, done weed or whatever. Yeah. Mia was a little weird. So, like, she naturally was like, well, um...
0: What did you give him?
1: Yeah, like she just yeah. assumed that he, he took drugs because they never exper- he he never exhibited any signs of like mental instability before yeah. uh, this supposed psychotic breakdown that she wasn't around for. I mean, that's just terrible. So then she yeah. was like, well, okay, like who attacked him? You know, because like she's just, it's just so like hopeless i feel so sorry yeah. for the mom because just imagine like being at work and like you know you're like you're convinced that there's going to be a party at your house and nobody's telling you and then you find and out you get a call a few your, hours later <laughs> your like little son had like the shit beat out of him and everybody is just saying that he did it to
0: himself like... i thought he died like literally i thought <laughs> right. after up until we got to the hospital when oh, i was yeah. first watching it i was like that kid's dead That that's a yeah. dead child
1: First time I watched it, I definitely thought that. So Like, like when he peeled his eyeball out, which, <laughs> oh by the God. way, is very graphic. And you How see horrified. the kid rip his eyeball out in yes. this movie. It was like, yeah, he's he's dead. He's yeah. absolutely I dead. I thought he was dead. No, yeah, he's not dead. He's in the hospital.
0: And then he's in the hospital, and his face is so messed up. It's hard to look at, actually, <laughs> And he's it's in, like that for the rest of the movie. He's very difficult to look at for the rest of the film.
1: Yeah, he's in some um, pretty gnarly prosthetics, but it was really, yeah. really, really well done. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, she gets kicked out of the hospital. You know, the mom's smoking. Um, she's mad at and Jade. Jade is mad at herself and everybody is yeah. mad at Mia.
0: That whole segment, too, is another bit where they're just, like, drenched in rain. Everybody's drenched in rain. Like, Yeah,
1: it's raining at the hospital, too, isn't it?
0: Yeah, because uh, uh, the water spirit Jade's mother goes <laughs> to smoke in the car, and Jade comes to talk to her, and they're just sitting there in silence. They don't even talk; they're just sitting there in silence, and the rain's pouring down. Jade tries Danny... to put her hand on uh, her mother's hand, and her mother yeah, like, rips her, her hand away. away. <sighs> so heartbreaking. I mean, like, it's also sad. though, like, yeah, it's a moment where like I can understand because that's that's I. <sighs> I I mean, like, I get it. The scene stresses me out and it's fiction. And so, like, if I was living in it as any of those characters, I think I would be out of commission for like a month.
1: (laughs) Especially if it was my son. I mean, just grim. And I wasn't there. (laughs) Just grim. Just so So grim. grim. So, so then, um, you know, Mia gets kicked out. Um, Daniel's going to go. Daniel can't go home. Because he told his parents, he lied to his ultra Christian parents that he was going to his cousins. Well, I can't go home. They're going to know something's up. Mia's like, well, can't you just stay at mine? Because like, I'm really lonely and scared. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I don't want to do this because you're my ex. And mm-hmm. like our simultaneous best friend is my girlfriend. Yeah. How? So, um, but they go. Yeah. And, you know, they go and they go back to the, um, uh, to Mia's house and nothing yeah. happens until
0: they're like laying in bed together but they're doing the thing where it's like foot to head so they're
1: yeah the I'm very sure. like the very safe yeah non-sexual laying in bed where you're foot to head
0: but she uh <laughs> she sees his leg there and decides to lean up against it and and just put her arm against it I guess to feel that touch and uh when she does that, she notices something in the corner of her room.
1: Fuck me! <laughs> like,
0: just... That that moment is so scary because you th- you know you see that and the the figure is immediately visible, but you know you're like and
1: it's the oh, it's the drowned of yeah it's the drowned spirit.
0: uh and she's crawling towards her. And... But the
1: great thing about this movie is is like if I mean... this was made in the two. Oh, sorry, what?
0: There's another part just before she sees the drowned ghost walking towards her where she has like a mild dream sequence. Oh yeah, the dream sequence is crazy too. She like
1: she like flies out of the bed and then suddenly it's like her and Daniel standing and then they kiss and it's like just all she hears
0: her dad banging on the door trying to open up for her mom and the scratching on the door happens and the dad gets the mom out on the floor and it's the mom in one shot, but then when it cuts back, it's Mia on the floor. Fuck. Yeah.
1: And the dad, like when he has the like when he has her mom on the floor, he like looks at her like all yeah. like, stone face, and it's like
0: wow, yeah. he looks angry almost. The dad like, didn't
1: speak a lot, but he was a great, great yeah. actor too,
0: super good. Ugh. Um, and then, and then,
1: um, you know, she wakes up, but it's a false awakening because in the corner, uh, lo and behold, there's our <laughs> fucking terrifying, like big, disgusting, drowned. Uh, spirit yeah and like and the great thing about this is if this movie was done in the early 2000s the spirit would be like like and like crawl really fast towards her because it would be like a cheap jump some cgi
0: crawl (laughs) yeah
1: but this like practical freaky freaky monster just like slowly crawls towards her like into the moonlight so like it's just (sighs) like (laughs) <laughs> like it's yeah, very it's just so like, horrifying. It's not like, yeah, it's almost scarier because it doesn't feel cheap. It just feels yeah. like holy shit. Like,
0: and then the ghost immediately goes to Daniel's foot, and shoves the whole goddamn foot in the mouth. She starts
1: to like eat his foot or like suck on his foot. Intensely
0: sucking on his foot. I hope so that was a gross. fake foot. <laughs> I hope that <laughs> yeah. was a, a fake foot because. I mean, props on that actress. I mean, she sucked the toe real well. Um <laughs> hmm. yeah. <laughs> it was uh, so disturbing. Though. <laughs> it was it was. Uh, and then
1: uh, they I don't yeah, they that was a that was an intense foot uh, sucking scene
0: watching it the second time through i realized how good my brain is at blocking things out (laughs) because this was a movie (laughs) i forgot about so much i forgot about how intense riley when he freaks out the first time was i forgot about riley in the bathroom which we'll get into later i forgot about the foot sucking um this was a movie that i was literally like like on the verge of recommending to my mom because i was like oh yeah it's scary and there's some blood and probably some language and that's why it's rated r but you'll be fine yeah but then watching it through this time i was like no 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 i can't recommend this movie to anybody i know that isn't already into horror i must (laughs) just i I know what you mean i
1: must just be like brain rotted because i watched this in the theater and it was like that wasn't too scary
0: (laughs) No, it's going to be way worse the second time, though.
1: Yeah, I watched it again, and it like you know, it was just disgusting. It's like, so gross! So gross! <laughs>
2: like, the yeah, that rules.
1: you can't. This is a, this is a scary movie. Yeah, don't recommend this to your parents unless they're horror fans. Yeah, in which case they'll love it because it's great. Yeah, it is great. <laughs>
0: um, and then uh, she, and, and, she's and like she wakes up. up. Yeah. And it's
1: actually her sucking Daniel's foot. Yeah, it's Mia sucking on Daniel's foot, of (laughs) course, because the drowned spirit is within Mia. Yeah. Um, So it's Mia sucking on Daniel's foot, and he wakes up, and uh, he's understandably mortified.
0: Yeah, so much so that he doesn't (laughs) even tell Jade. Like,
1: I yeah, that's yeah. I don't blame him because like, (laughs) what the fuck?
0: (laughs) It's just raw, so So raw. Yeah, just like a weird it's one of those like horror moments where it's like not the obvious choice. Like who would have the ghost suck somebody's foot? That's so weird, right? But like because it's so not obvious and so strange and unexpected, it like makes you more uncomfortable. <laughs> that is that is what makes it good. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. It's bizarre. <laughs> because it's
1: just because it's weird. The best moments in horror are that's, that's such a perfect way of describing it. It's just the best horror moments are when things happen that you don't necessarily expect, or you wouldn't necessarily say, well, that'd be scary. Right. If like the ghosts like started sucking on his foot. Oh no, it's, <laughs> it's terrifying.
0: <laughs> Trust yeah. me. It's so weird. <laughs> just take
1: that risk and do the weird thing because like, yes, yeah. it always pays off. Yeah.
0: <sighs> And then is the scene right after this when they're at Joss's house again? Or yeah, is the something? movie,
1: I don't think there is another scene after that. The movie sort of just, like, moves along. It's very fast-paced. Yeah. This movie um, is not a slow burn at all. No, it's I so thought, I thought we were, like, 20 minutes in at this point. Um, but the movie's almost done now. Yeah.
0: I think when Riley first gets possessed is about the halfway point. Riley's first possession. So like Yeah. And that feels like the beginning of the movie to me, but that's the halfway point.
1: Right. Because they had this exposition, but it doesn't feel like an info dump. It just feels because the even though Riley gets possessed, it's still Mia who's the main character. Yeah. And you're still seeing Riley's issues all through the perspective of Mia.
0: Right. And the spirits are like using Riley. Like I don't think they actually want Riley. Like I think they're using Riley to get to Mia because they know that that's another, that's, you know,
1: that's an interesting theory. Yeah. Cause you, you would think that like, you know, Oh, Riley, like they want the kid because but really younger. like that's interesting because they want Mia. Yeah. So like, then when you think about the ending of this movie, mm-hmm. that almost is like, wow. So like, did they get what they want?
0: I think they did. Yeah. Wow. But, but before we get into that, um
1: You just kind got, of blew my mind a little bit.
0: Yeah, I I really do think the spirits were using Riley to get to Mia because when they give her that vision of the hell sequence, like I don't think any of that was reality. Like I don't think Riley's spirit was actually writhing in hell. I think that was a lie. I think that was a vision given to Mia that was completely fabricated. Wow.
1: Yeah. yeah. Just a fucking gaslighty amazing horror. Yeah. That is it. That that is genius. What it's you just so creepy. Said. What what, <laughs> well, thank what you. No, what... I mean, yeah, the scene's genius. But w- what you just said is genius. <laughs> because they've been gaslighting her the whole movie. Yeah. So, like, how do we know any of it that they're showing right. her is
0: real? And how do we know even that what the kids say about the hand is actually true? Like, they have, like, the set of rules, but who's to say that they actually know? Like...
1: Right. Right. Is that, that what, really the rules, or are they just right. looking for... Or do they just think it's the rules because they just so happen to like coincide with the spirits just latching on to people who are vulnerable?
0: Right. Like, I don't know. I think the 90-second rule is probably bullshit. Like, I think the spirits could probably stay if they wanted to, no matter what. Because yeah. it seems like even when they're not interacting with the hand, there are times when the spirits are around. Like, when uh, right after she... Um, does it for the first time. Doesn't she see like a, a silhouette of her mom outside like a frosted glass window?
1: Well, yeah, yeah. she starts to see things.
0: Like, yeah. You know. All the time.
1: That's the, yeah. So in the very next scene, that's like the first thing she says, right? Is Yeah. Like, Are you guys still seeing stuff Still <laughs> and seeing stuff and everyone's like what? like, what the fuck? Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. no. And, but like, but also like she did go over the first time.
0: Yeah, she went over like 13 seconds over. But do
1: the spirits, I mean, but if the if the 90 second rule is real, do the spirits just make sure that those vulnerable people are there for more than 90 seconds? I'm
0: wondering if that's just how long it takes like a spirit to like read all your thoughts or something. Like, yeah. And like if they don't know, maybe like it's kind of like a like being in the ghost world, I don't know. We're getting really into um, you know, theory, theory, theorizing here, but like, um, it's, it's if,
1: great because it's all conjecture, but like they don't, it's not conjecture for no reason. It's what the yeah. characters think. So it is still but, important to the plot.
0: Right. So if like, um, if maybe like the spirits like feel that, that they, like if they get no information from the vessel that they step into, maybe they don't see it as worth putting the energy into you know getting that person again like right so maybe like the 90 seconds is like if you cut them off before that you know they haven't had enough time to like dig into the deep recesses of your brain but then also in that instance mia her grief and trauma isn't in the deep recesses of her brain it's right there on the surface like right away so i'm wondering if like it would have even mattered if she like she shouldn't have done it period because i'm wondering if like well, it, right.
1: Know. And what they were what you were saying earlier about how the hand grasps on the Mia's hand yeah. when they're she conscious. does it the first time. I mean, if the 92nd rule and we're, you know, it's all hypothetical here, but if the 92nd yeah. rule was real and that was actually the amount of time that the spirits needed, it's clear that like with vulnerable people, their the hand makes it harder. They'll like when go. you get to that time period the hand or when you get to that like 90 seconds or like Eighty seconds or something, right? Like towards the end, if the if the spirits want to stay, the hand's gonna like clench, or it's gonna yeah. like slide them around, or like it's gonna make them. It's gonna make it right. way harder for them to because it does that with Riley when off.
0: they're trying to pull the hand off. It, yeah, it oh, pushes yeah, they, him, like to the other side of the room.
1: Yeah, his chair like totally like slides around and stuff. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, they go there and um, they try to figure it all out. Mm-hmm. Obviously, like everything's all fucked up.
0: And, this is when uh, they reveal that they think it can—the spirits can impersonate other people too, right? In this same scene, and that yep. the last person that used it went crazy, which would be Ducket.
1: That's when Haley says talks about Ducket, right? Mm-hmm. And and suddenly our characters are let in on the history of, or a brief, at least the most recent history of the hand. Mm-hmm. That the last person who used it went crazy and stabbed his brother, and then himself. Um but we don't I mean
0: This is also the same scene where know. they No, it's in the is it the this is when they decide to go find Cole, right? And then they meet him at the bus stop. Maybe. I think well that's no, because
1: they learn about Ducket and then they go to find Cole.
0: Yeah, so they're they're talking yeah. about Ducket at Joss's house and it's revealed that, you know, uh, the last person that used it went crazy and stabbed himself and his brother and that's when they go to the bus stop to meet with Cole Duckett's brother
1: I don't think yeah. we realize I at least I didn't realize that Cole was still alive until they went to go see right. him because right. Haley just says like well yeah Ducket took or we got the hand from Duckett and and Duckett uh, went crazy and he killed himself he stabbed himself and stabbed his brother Mm-hmm. So we think that the brother's dead, but then the very next scene, they're going to see him.
0: Yeah. The, the brother stop. survived. Yeah. Cole. And, um, they try to, I forget what they ask him right at the bus stop.
1: We need to talk about your brother. Or, yeah.
0: Something, or something like that. Like
1: that, They bring up his brother and he's understandably very mad he's
0: because like, like Haley, Haley and,
1: <laughs> well, and, and like based on context clues, Haley and uh, Joss were sort of pressuring Duckett into using this hand again and oh, again, because again, yeah. it was Duckett's hand. So they probably it was kind of probably almost a similar situation with Mia, mm-hmm. maybe not to that level of depth, but just that like Haley and Joss wanted to use it and keep yeah. using it. And Duckett couldn't keep using it because he was doing it too much and he was doing it alone and like he was losing his mm-hmm. mind. Just like Mia, he was seeing things without the hand. And that's why, oh, that that also, Haley or Joss say that. Um, yeah, he just gave it to me because he said he could see him without it. Oh, <laughs> it's so like creepy. that's what Mia's doing. Mia's so seeing creepy. the spirits without the hand now.
0: Yeah. I'm just, and just getting the shells right now.
1: <laughs> yeah, they get on the bus, they talk to him. You know, he gives them a little bit of information about that.
0: Um, and then... Yeah, he says uh, that um, if 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 Riley stays away from the hand, he'll be fine. He says that oh, the yeah. spirits get weaker the longer they're in you, and that's eventually he'll be better. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's the info he gives them. Like, the longer and is the next in
0: you, the shot in the bathroom are. with Riley, or was that prior? Yeah,
1: I think so. Yeah, so like he's in the hospital, and then uh, he they're giving him a you know a. a I think he's
0: back home even and they're giving him a sponge bath no it's at the like hospital he's... is it
1: because there's a big drain in the little bathroom and then the nurse oh, comes i guess this
0: oh yeah i guess that's fair
1: but like they're giving him like a bath like a cloth yeah, bath or like something a, a washcloth bath because bath, you know he's comatose basically. this scene
0: fucks me up so bad
1: <laughs> so the mom leaves the room leaves uh, jade with her you know destroyed um physically and mentally destroyed brother little brother Ugh,
0: it's so mangled and
1: he comes to and he starts to try and kill himself again he immediately starts banging his head on uh he bites his he starts to bite his bandages and then he like starts to smash his head on the wall
0: and, and then like, he starts slurping the blood up and yeah. laughing oh god <laughs> there's
1: like yeah there's shards of like ceramic in the blood and, and he's like licking it and laughing
0: i had to watch this through my fingers the second time
1: through. <laughs> and we get uh we get the psycho callback of the blood coming down the
0: drain yeah the drain apparently that was one of the longest shots it took them to do um because
1: they just wanted the well, blood to fall right <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah um there was yeah apparently it was just like uh so
1: kubrickian of them
0: yeah <laughs> it's so funny um <sighs> such a disturbing scene yeah well it's it's the drain shot took half a day wow yeah
1: the iconic montage took two hours the shot of the drain blood, shot. <laughs> the shot of blood pouring down the drain took 12 half a day
0: yeah wild um, Unreal. Yeah. Oh, man. That bath scene. That was brutal. It's so brutal. It's like legitimately traumatizing. <laughs> it's like actually hard to watch.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's just sad.
0: It's got to be one of the mean, meanest horror films to come out recently. And I actually think uh, that's really interesting because the reviews of The New Exorcist are coming in and people are saying it's really toothless and you know kind of tame and i think that's really interesting that we have this movie talk to me that is new and fresh and i think in a big way can have the same social impact that the original exorcist had where people were just like horrified and like gagging
1: (laughs) that's what we need i mean because the exorcist is such a crazy ip inevitably it's going to be toothless because they need to make money and so in doing so they're going to make it accessible to the most amount of people Right. And so people who are fans of the original exorcist are not going to like it because it never can be as groundbreaking as the original because it's just it's company right. controlled, really. That's
0: why I'm so glad Talk to Me exists because I feel like it kind of uh it's the demonic possession film that's horrifying and disturbing that we needed <laughs> in this time. It really age. it
1: really is a possession <laughs> yeah. film for the modern age.
0: Yeah. It's so messed up, but that bathroom—oh my god, that bathroom scene—I hate scene. it. It's so good, but I hate it.
1: <laughs> I loved it because I hated it. I, I yeah. love to hate it.
0: Exactly. Um,
1: and then, and then after that, after that they meet at the train station, right? And Haley mm-hmm. gives uh, Mia the hand, and, uh, and they're just like, "Just keep it." Mia's like, "Yeah, I'll give it right back." And Haley's like, just burn the fucking thing.
0: Yeah. I wonder <laughs> hey. if it can. Like, I wonder how the hand could be destroyed if it can be. Because I don't think plaster. I don't know. Would it burn? I don't think so. Would it turn to ash or crumple up at all? But I don't know.
1: Clearly, spoiler alert, the hand isn't destroyed.
0: Oh, yeah. The hand's well and intact by the end of this film. Yeah. <laughs> and being used uh, somewhere
1: else. Somewhere yeah. completely different. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, wow. completely different. But but yeah, I think
0: this is when when she gets the bag when Mia's given the bag again, she goes back to the hospital. That's when I noticed it was Ducat's bag. Because it shows the shot from behind as she's walking up to the hospital that is and crazy. it has yeah, it says Ducat on it and it has a bunch of drawings of like demonic faces and stuff. So that's all I didn't Duckett's even I
1: didn't even realize drawings. that the second time I watched it, which was last night. It's so night. crazy. Yeah.
0: Yeah, th- the attention to detail in this film is really really crazy oh they're and another great, thing they're
1: great filmmakers they're going to go on to do oh yeah more amazing things
0: already. they're going to become legendary if this is their debut yeah. this this is incredible <laughs> like yeah I'm incredible
1: very, i'm very excited like yeah that's it i'm going to go see every rocker rocker film that comes yeah. out because i love talk to me so much i, I am
0: a, a philip fanboy forever yeah Saying. <laughs> Who's Ari Aster? <laughs> Who? <laughs> we still love you, Ari. <laughs> now
1: I love you, Ari, but I got some. I watched Hereditary, and I got some feelings for on it. I got some. Criti- oh, was this your first time I seeing it? Some critiques? Hereditary? Fuck no! It's like my fifth time seeing it. Oh okay, but. As, uh, as we do with Hereditary, we notice something new every
0: time we watch it. Right, I'm right. not going
1: to get into that on this podcast, but I have... <laughs> we'll have a- to
0: cover Hereditary one of these days.
1: I got a critique on Hereditary. Gunch has a critique on Hereditary. Anyways, so back to talk to me.
0: <laughs> like, I'm so interested in this critique. We'll definitely have to get back to that on a future episode. Um, oh, but, yes, um,
1: absolutely. I, I want to cover Hereditary as soon as possible.
0: So that would don't be a worry. blast. I love I just love hereditary. Fantastic. Um but anyways. But yeah, so she gets to the, the the room and his hospital room and he's got bite marks all over his arm. And that was something that was really interesting too, because apparently they didn't have enough money in the budget to hire the makeup artist to reapply the bite marks over and over again. So for like a couple weeks of filming, he just like wrapped his arm in a bag to shower. Wow. And like those bite marks were just on his arm for like a week
1: that's commitment
0: <laughs> yeah uh, that, is, that is
1: insane commitment they, just they didn't did have it to it. cut any corners because these actors cared so much
0: yeah <laughs> like, oh another thing they did uh n- now that you mentioned that how much the actors cared about is they gave sophie wilde the note to like not sleep before filming so like she would stay up all night between filming and then come back to film what? having not slept. That's <laughs> insane. It's not. It's so crazy. That's <laughs> That's Kubrickian.
1: That's Yeah, not, it is Kubrickian. I, you know what? That's not good, Raka. No, they're that's even laughing good. a
0: little bit about it in the in the commentary and one of them goes, "That's kind of a mean note." And he goes, "Yeah, it was kind of a mean note."
1: <laughs> Fucking nutcases. Jesus. <laughs>
0: Yeah, wild. that's kind
1: of a mean note. Ha ha ha. Yes, it was. Yeah. Ha,
0: ha, ha. yeah. We don't want our actor to sleep. Poor Sophie. <laughs> that's fucked up, guys. Didn't that's even fucked get up. to sleep. But this is the scene where the, the hell sequence happens because she gets to Riley's mm. hospital bed. Mm-hmm. He's all bitten up and messed up, and they decide to try it again because they think that they didn't blow out the candle again. And I remembered, I told myself that I was going to like, pay attention to that scene really closely because I actually I do think but I forgot as well. Because <laughs> I do think that I do think there might be a a, sh- a quick shot of somebody blowing out the candle at Riley's moment when he's freaking out. I think somebody does blow it out after they remove the hand, but I swear I they don't blew it out. I don't remember. I think they, they did. Too. Out. But that's but why they... that's
1: why Mia takes the hand because yeah. she's convinced that nobody blew out the candle after right. Riley got possessed. So they want to So they're going to the try door. to do it again. So that's why it...
0: blow the candle out.
1: And that's why she's here now at the hospital and the mom is of course like is this the part where the mom's like, oh, we just got the toxicology reports back? There's
0: no drugs. No, I'm so sorry. That was, oh, no, that that later. was later. Okay, uh-huh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So the mom's not even here at this point. Um, and, she's and, sneaking in. Yeah, she's sneaking in with Jade and Danny. I think Danny's there. Is it Jade? And, or is it yeah. just Jade? I don't Jade know. And yeah. Jade and Danny. They're sneaking in. Jade and Danny are there. Daniel's there. And, yeah, uh, Daniel's there. And they decide to do the, the talk to me ritual again with... Uh, like a completely non-conscious Riley. Uh, So they put the plaster hand in his hand and Mia goes, you know, talk to me, whatever.
1: No, she doesn't even say anything. They put it on. They they light the candle, put his hand in her in in the hand. And then they blow it out. And then they just blow it out. And they're like, well, (laughs) I don't think that worked. (laughs) Yeah. no. And then Mia decides
0: she wants to do it. And she sees a little girl. Yeah. The little girl says, I can take you to him. I can show you. And this actually is one of the most chilling moments of the movie, not necessarily the hell sequence that follows, but the moment where the little ghost girl says, uh, where the little ghost girl goes, you let me in. and, and Oh, like, yeah.
1: I let you in.
0: She does it herself. She didn't so the, need Mia to say it at all. The, really ghost,
1: the ghost lets Mia in. Wow. Yeah.
0: And oh, that yeah, part blew my mind. Is. Oh, really chilling. Yeah. And I watched this sequence frame by frame today during the commentary. I, I you know... Set set it up so it would go through frame by frame on my Blu Ray player. So I, I have them to because it's sequence. so
1: chaotic and disoriented when the ghost lets her in, and she's just yeah. in this like freaky red like death that orgasm. was naturally lit, with like
0: flames, naturally candle lit. They said
1: fucking of course it was, and awesome, yeah. so Horrifying. awesome. This was like even better than that amazing scene in Insidious. Where, like, they finally get into the demon's little workshop. And, like, he's grinding his nails while listening to Tiny Tim. That's what it reminded me of. And we see, like, all the puppets and stuff. Because they're just in this freaking weird, like... uh, What would you call it? Like, expressionistic... Like, Like hellscape? Yeah. It's fucking
0: weird. It's really disturbing. And And there's um, all
1: these, like, naked people. Like, it looks like they're, like, feasting on, like... Riley Uh, okay but Wes watched it frame by frame I need you to describe what you saw for me here because when I saw an interview they were saying well there were parts we had to cut out because they wanted to give us an NC-17 rating (laughs) it was too disturbing and who knows if that's really real but
0: I believe it I believe it after seeing this frame by frame 100% 100 I need to know I need to know what you saw um so for the most part, it is just a bunch of naked people clamoring over Riley's body and like reaching at him and laughing at him and screaming and like being creepy and gross. And uh, but however, there is three frames of a woman eating a baby, like a little baby, wow. eating a baby, yeah, eating a baby. And then there's yeah, and then there's another shot of mutilated genitals. Um, like I couldn't tell if it was man or woman because it was mutilated that that badly um Fuck. and it's just two people standing and you just see their you, you know pubic area I oh guess my god say. and it's
1: all bloody and, it's and gutty probably. really bloody
0: yeah and cut up and nasty and and like those two shots were really all i wrote down because i think the rest of it is just the demonic spirits clamoring over riley screaming
1: they really but, don't uh, so much yeah and but it's very um, disorienting
0: very yeah, I mean, cuts. I certainly didn't notice any baby eating or mutilated genitals when I saw it in full speed, <laughs> but I noticed yeah. it frame by frame. And when I when it got to the baby eating, I literally was like, oh, <laughs> like it is a real it's not like I know it sounds it's not like mother where it's like, I mean, I get that that movie was pretty disturbing, but it's like mother was intense. The, I love the it. way they do the baby eating in the hell health, health scene in talk to me was just so it's just, it's so, ugh, it's, it's a really, it's, it's seared into my brain. <laughs> Let's just say that it's an image that I'm not going to have out of my head for a really long time.
1: I need to go back oh and watch boy. this frame by frame now because yeah, definitely. Yeah. I watched it twice and I did not recognize either of those scenes that you were talking yeah. about.
0: I wouldn't have. If they're so quick. Like the baby eating is literally three frames. It's three frames. And the <laughs> mutilated geez. genitals might be two frames yeah
1: Jesus. yeah Yeah, so they just really just they just sneak in so much so so much well and it makes sense honestly because like they're youtubers Mm -hmm. this reminds me of something um i don't remember what the guy's name is zach uh have you seen the show smiling friends no so it's like uh an adult swim it's like adult swims new darling it's like Adult Swim's new like cult favorite.
0: Or new Rick and Morty.
1: Yeah, like back when you know Rick and Morty didn't have such a fucking.
0: Terrible, <laughs> the fans were so like, annoying.
1: Terrible, yeah. like annoying mainstream. You know, fan you have base. to have an
0: IQ of like over a hundred and ten to even enjoy Rick and Morty, right? It's for smart people.
1: I like Smiling Friends, but like the <laughs> the people who made it were the uh, Oni Plays people who are weird. Definitely yeah. have some issues. Um, especially their like relation to like some of the more like uh, racist YouTubers. So Mm. um, that's not lost on me, but I just will say like I watched a uh, interview with them where they were talking about their show. And like one of the biggest things about the show was uh, putting things in that make it rewatchable. Right. Because like that's a YouTuber's perspective.
0: Yeah, like, What's really, keep I mean, that?
1: I'm not saying that no filmmakers do that, because a lot of great filmmakers put things in to make it rewatchable. But like, a YouTuber, like, that's the forefront, because that's what they want. They want, like, rewatchability with their videos. So like, the, right. these YouTubers becoming filmmakers and like showrunners, that's like a really important thing. It makes perfect sense why Raka Raka would be focusing so much on inserting little Easter eggs, because yeah. like, that's like the big incentive with YouTube. I feel like.
0: And they were... They they knocked it out of the park inserting little Easter eggs because I... Yeah. I could watch... I feel like I could watch this film 10 more times and every time it'll be like a whole new list of things I noticed. It's so detailed.
1: And Aster wasn't a YouTuber but Aster does that too really well. Ari Aster. Yeah. Um, And Jordan Peele also. And Peele. Yeah, Peele. Peele was... I mean... Peel's not a YouTuber by Raka Raka standards, but he made sketch comedy that yeah, was Yeah, he has the
0: the comedy he, background.
1: He, he sorta of has that I mean, I would say like he's in that group Yeah. Of YouTubers becoming horror. Even though technically he's not.
0: Man, Raka Raka needs to catch up. You know, they need to have three movies out since everybody else does since Peel and Oster and uh, you know, Eggers, all have three out. He needs yeah, to, they need to, everyone. Just needs to pause while Rocka Rocka catches up, so that we They, they be deserve.
1: The yeah, they absolutely deserve to be in this like new horror brat pack. Yeah, that like me and Wes have talked about on this podcast, because it's, <laughs> yeah, Talk to Me is just amazing. Incredible! What, what a debut! I, I cannot wait to see what they do next. Although wow. I'll say like, if they spawn a franchise, like a big franchise out of this. It would be different.
0: I'm really interested to see where the sequel is going to take this idea. Right, and And I hope it's something completely unexpected. And like, I just hope it's. I hope it has the same gut punch, awful awfulness that this film has, because this film is terrible and wonderful (laughs) in such a unique way.
1: the The Raka Raka twins, they like have expressed so much interest in making a sequel. and like turning it into a you know franchise i mean the sequel's being made it's happening
0: yeah i Um, hope it's one of those quick sequels too like that comes out like next year
1: (laughs) i think it will i bet a24 is going to give them a fat budget for this
0: yeah um and they filmed this one in five weeks so it clearly
1: that's crazy
0: yeah insane
1: five weeks during covid yeah during quarantine lockdown I and and just all the decisions that they made regarding budget making this yeah. movie really makes them feel like a chores to me.
0: Yeah, they're so just it's incredible. It's gonna be one of those legendary films that like people are talking about 20, 50 years from now. Well, they'll be like, yeah, the, those bite marks were applied to his arm for like a week because they didn't have the budget to reapply. Yeah, like it's gonna be like that. Right. Oh, I really have that feeling.
1: Yeah, this is Halloween.
0: Yeah, it like really does. Halloween
1: happen. came out. That's this happening again, absolutely. Because this movie is going to just, yeah, it's going to take off.
0: Yeah, that it just sense. has that energy around it, like, right. Hereditary had that energy around it, but I think this even has more of that energy. Around Aster's
1: it. such an intense auteur that Hereditary feels more like a shining thing. Yeah, but we know that Aster is never going to make a Hereditary two. Right. But he's going to be recognized as a great filmmaker.
2: Oh,
1: 100%. To come. But like, like the Raka Raka guys are like the, like Carpenter right, yeah. now, right now. I feel like that's the comparison. It's so I'll
0: intense. Cause and they, the-
1: they made a film that just, it's so relevant. And I think it is speaking to a lot of people. Yeah. I mean, there. I mean this five, five different people asked me to make, uh, to do, um, for us to do a podcast on this. Yeah. This is an audience, yeah. uh, suggested, uh, Special bonus episode. So that alone should tell you. It's I mean, de- it's clearly speaking to people.
0: I'm really glad you guys yeah. did because I honestly think I would have waited until like right before the sequel came out to rewatch it just because <laughs> it's so terrifying. Um yeah. I'm glad I've rewatched it sooner because my goodness, um <laughs> my brain clearly blocked out the first viewing so much of it. <laughs> so like when I was watching it this time, I'm like re traumatized. There um, were definitely
1: things I forgot about too in it.
0: Yeah. So intense. Like I don't even know how I managed to forget the the bathroom scene with Riley slurping up his blood, but I did. I managed to block that from my memory. <laughs>
1: that scene is so freaking crazy. But yeah, it's like, like it's just. But it's so tight too. I mean, you yeah, just, it's over before you know it.
0: Right. This movie, like, it, there's no drag anywhere. Not at all. It's such a like. Remember in our first episode we recorded the big long one where I said something about which is how which when is was actually three.
1: Uh, the th- the first three episodes. Yeah, we recorded, our first uh, three parter, season one, uh, part one, two, and three was one eight-hour recording. Just yeah. so everybody remembers.
0: Anyways. So at some point in that recording, so I don't know which episode off the top of my head it landed on, but I remember saying that when I was a kid, I wasn't like allowed to watch horror at all. So I just had this envisionment that like I just imagined that all horror films were like this gauntlet of like violence and dread and just bad feelings. And like when I finally grew up and started actually watching horror films, I realized that they weren't that, that they were really, a lot of them were just kind of silly and fun. This movie is a gauntlet of dread and horrible feelings. Yeah, (laughs) This movie is what I imagined as a kid horror, all horror movies were.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I think it's like, I mean, it's maybe not as scary as hereditary is, but I think it's maybe on that level.
0: It just has that, uh, like, Hereditary is like a creeping dread, and, like, Talk To Me is like, you're constantly in danger, dread.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yes. I. I It's just, yeah, it's very visceral. Yeah. A lot of body horror.
0: Yeah. God damn. A lot more than
1: I thought, like, after the first time I saw it. I was like, this is just, you know, there were some creepy moments, but... It's nothing, you know, nothing. I, I didn't think it was nothing special. I thought it was fucking amazing when I saw it the first time. Right. But I didn't think it was, you know, I thought it was just a thriller. More <laughs> like, no, no, this is a full blown horror.
0: It's like, it's one of the meanest horror films to come out, I think, in recent memory. <laughs> yeah. It's super mean spirited and incredibly. But it's, but it's good. Like, yeah, so good. Um, it doesn't and,
1: feel venomous,
0: no, it's not like toxic- like it doesn't have like bad ideas like it's not trying to you know like i don't know uh, if it's just so mean <laughs> I don't know if you've
1: ever seen like Terrifier
0: yeah, I have unfortunately
1: <laughs> yeah, okay, so you're with me on that like I'm not a fan it, of Terrifier either. that yeah. movie feels mean.
0: Yeah, that movie just it, like, feels
1: venomous. It just feels like it has like bad yeah. intentions. Like, but talk to me feels like it's. I mean, it doesn't feel like they're like. It doesn't feel like an evil movie,
0: right? I guess I mean like it's so mean spirited in the sense that like like you it's don't really dark. get relief yeah. as an audience member at all. Like some of the characters, some of the side characters at the very end, it looks like maybe they had. A slightly happier ending, but like as not, an audience, are watching Mia, this. Though. We don't get any relief. Yeah, Mia's Mia's,
1: 100, Mia's doomed. One hundred. Like,
0: oh, it's so yeah. horrible. But um, so we did the hell hell scene, right? Mia comes out of that hellscape and it's like, Riley's suffering. I need to save him. We got to, you know, uh, I have to save. What is her, what is her logic? Why does she decide that she needs to kill him to save him?
1: She's fully delusional.
0: Yeah, she's just and completely and you know what her. else is
1: the her mom, who's Visits actually um, we would say is actually the drowned spirit, probably. Yeah, tells her that he she needs to do it because this that's is, right because she'll she says I'll protect him,
0: and that's also the scene where she she asks her mom or who she thinks is her mom. Uh, she asks the spirit, "Did you kill yourself?" And the spirit says, "No, I would never."
1: Yeah, and and then and that's uh, very
0: important later.
1: That's, that's like right before where she goes and she finally, and the dad finally says to Mia, like, I've been hiding something from you.
0: Yeah. And he reads the suicide
1: note. note. It wasn't accidental. She did it on purpose. And he is like, well, no, that's not true because, and he's like, why? Well, because she told me.
0: me. Yeah. (laughs) Did you notice that in the suicide note, it opens with it's Tuesday and it's raining.
1: God damn it. (laughs) The rain.
0: The rain. It's is Tuesday always and it's raining. Around. That's how the suicide note starts. It's Tuesday yeah. and it's raining.
1: Wow, this movie is so rainy.
0: Yeah, it's so layered. The rain <laughs> like, is so important. It's just incredible.
1: That's insane. I guess I didn't realize how big of a role the rain actually played in this yeah, movie. I didn't
0: realize it until I watched it the second time. I was just like, "Wow, the rain is like it's never there until after." Mia's first possession, and then it's always there.
1: Yeah, yeah. Until the very end. Yeah, and uh, um, because she because after this, you know, she
0: uh, she gets her plan in motion, her insane plan. Well, there's kidnap- that
1: there's that scene where she's in her bedroom and she's talking to her mom. Yeah, and her mom, uh, you know, who's not actually her mom. At least that's what we're theorizing here right or maybe it is i mean that could be a theory too is maybe it is her mom and like she's just corrupted in the you know in this like sort of hand afterlife thing i don't know but i like the right. theory that it's actually the drowned place the playing yeah. the uh, playing tricks on her right um i'm more inclined to believe that theory so it's the it's the false mother telling mm-hmm. her um no like i didn't kill myself it didn't happen um, your dad is trying to kill you uh, right now, and then, like, yeah. the door he starts like slamming, and he's yelling. Rrr! Like it's so scary. So, the want to hear LA? a really funny trivia?
0: This is from the commentary as well. Yeah, the the voice of the yelling when the dad's knocking on the wall is the same guy that did the Roxanne in Moulin Rouge. Oh my god!
1: It's the <laughs> it's the uh, the unconscious Argentinian.
0: <laughs> well, it's it's the it's the voice right before like the big dramatic bridge in that song that just screams rocks. Uh, and, like that is
1: is that that actor who's singing that?
0: No, it's not Toulouse. Oh, okay. um, no, it's not Toulouse. It's,
1: uh, no, it's not Toulouse. Or, sorry, it's no, it's not Toulouse. sorry, the, uh, the other guy.
0: Yeah, it might actually be. I don't know, but um, wow. But yeah, that's what they said <laughs> in the uh, in the in the commentary that that the guy the guy roaring wow. on the other side of the door is the dad's knocking. Or, you know, the fake dad, the trickery, the ghost trickery is knocking is the voice of the guy that shouts Roxanne at the at that moment is that's, specifically what they said.
1: That's amazing.
0: Yeah,
1: I love so Moulin many connections.
0: Rouge. I love yeah. Mulan
1: Rouge so much. That's an amazing movie.
0: <laughs> I just thought it was so funny that there was a Moulin Rouge connection to this movie. <laughs>
1: wow. Wow. That is yeah. the best. That is the best bit of trivia I've ever heard. Oh, great. The 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 I thought like the funniest bit of trivia I had was that this was based off of an original concept by the EP of Bluey. <laughs> what is that? It's like this like show on Disney that everybody loves. It's like the new like cartoon that like adults watch and kids watch and I've That's never seen yes and Ferb. But my coworker watches it. So hmm. I'll come in like to work and then I'll hear like, "Oh, Strawberry cuz they're all British. <laughs> strawberry, why did you steal the coffee?" And it was like, "Oh yeah," like Yeah, they're watching Bluey again. That's amazing. <laughs> but, but that's not as good as like a literal Moulin Rouge connection. I love <laughs> Moulin Rouge. That's like yeah. one of my favorite movies.
0: It's in your top 50.
1: Yeah. Yeah, re- re- reasonably so. So, so the mom's like, yeah, um, your dad's trying to kill you. It's going to happen right now. And then the door, yeah. like, slammed. she doesn't say it like that, but that's basically like, she talks about it and then it happens. He starts right. slamming on the door, screaming, "Roxan!" No, he's screaming. And, uh, uh.
0: and,
1: uh, any fucking busts in there? And he starts like choking her. Yeah. Cause he's all freaky and he's dead. But then you
0: see from the dad's perspective that he's not in the room at all. And he just hears Mia freaking out. And so he runs to see her like struggling on the floor. She's,
1: she's getting choked out by like a zombified version of her dad. And then it cuts and she's just laying there on the ground struggling with nothing.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Reaching for a pair of scissors and her dad leans over to help her and she stabs him in the neck. Oh,
1: god fucking damn it and as soon as she stabs him it's just like it's her dad her normal dad
0: Mm -hmm. that
1: also contributes to the theory of like these like none of this is real this is all the drowned spirit because like her dad isn't actually dead but she's seeing a dead evil version of her dad
0: right well i think she did actually stab her real father but i don't think he died because it uh, it seems like when jade runs to the house later because she after she stabs her dad he didn't die yeah i think he survived yeah till the end
1: yeah because she sees him there
0: well yeah when she she sees him walking away in the like weird moment where all the lights are flickering in the yep see I don't know the
1: ending too. the ending too sort of hints towards that yeah yeah that he's not dead
0: but which makes me happy because I would be really sad if he died he doesn't deserve that no I mean nobody deserves what happens to them in this movie but he least of all (laughs) that would make me so sad he's already lost so much he doesn't need to die
1: I know Oh I know. I agree. And even though he like maybe isn't the best father, like he's in pain.
0: Yeah, they're all they're all dealing with their grief and, and
1: eventually he does open up ways. to her. Eventually yeah. he opens up to me and he's the first one to do it. Yeah, and uh, she can't out, accept. First it. Before she
0: refuses it. Yeah.
1: So she she stabs him in the throat with a pair <sighs> of scissors because she thinks he's on top of him uh choking her, and then um when he finally does actually bust into the room for real, the real dad is like, Mia, what, what's wrong? And right at that moment, like, when he leans over her, she stabs the dad that's choking yeah. her, and it actually turns out to be stabbing the dad who was leaning over, asking her if she was okay.
0: Yeah. Ugh, so sad. And then
1: she's like, okay, well, now it's time to, and then uh, the mom, right? Is like well yeah. now it's time now it's time to take care of Riley because uh, Riley. if you kill him like I'm gonna take care of him so it'll be fine they won't be able to get him.
0: Ugh, so manipulative, <laughs> this is
1: so fucking awful. And then ah. she calls. Uh, she calls Jade, lures her away
0: lures her yeah. to
1: her house and like she's like you have to come over please you just have to see it you have to come and see this just trust me and yeah. jade trusts her gets in the car and drives away and then we see that she was making the call from the parking lot of the yeah, hospital that was the first <laughs> like, shot
0: ever God. taken that was the first God. thing they filmed was wow. that shot of Jade in the car waiting, or sorry, Mia in the car waiting for Jade to leave the hospital.
1: That was such a fucking brutal moment because you don't mm-hmm. realize it until she drives away. And then, and then they're then like, it, oh fuck. It, it like <laughs> rack focuses and then she gets out of her car and like Mia oh. was just there the whole time. God.
2: Yeah. Then and she, she goes gets up there, she
1: it. sees the mom and this like now at the very end is when the mom's finally like, I'm so sorry. They had the drugs report back. He was clean. Yeah. I should never have. I should never have not trusted you. I love you. You know, and they have this emotional yeah. moment. <laughs> Mia totally like manipulates her. Well, Okay. I have a moment, have a moment alone, alone with
0: him. <laughs>
1: and the mom's like, oh, yes, of course bad choice <laughs> and she steals or yeah well then before she steals on, riley so yeah. so what's up with this what was your take on this riley is uh like an old freaky yeah it becomes thing. like an
0: old man creepy yeah so weird i don't know if that was just like more trickery to make mia worried that the spirits had him yeah like more more like she's just seeing that but it's not real because then
1: some people have said like, "Well, that's the old man she saw in the hospital earlier," and I don't know if yeah, that's it true, is the old man yeah, that's just
0: getting uh, fixed up on the other side of the yeah hallway, right? Yeah, I, I think that might actually be. So I, I never maybe even thought that's of that.
1: maybe that's just the drowned spirit, like using just like people that she's seen.
0: Yeah, and just like yeah, wow, okay so many details <laughs> like, um, almost
1: like how a dream will just like use people that you know, and like, put right. them into other characters.
0: Yeah. So creepy. Oh, uh, but yeah, I think, I think that's more trickery from the spirits or from the drowned ghost. Um, yeah. I don't think that's necessarily actually like Riley's actually possessed in that moment or anything.
1: Um, I mean, Riley yeah. is
0: possessed. He's, he does still have spirits in him because um, they haven't left yet. But
1: Well, no. What uh, Actually, though, when she calls uh, Jade, when Mia right. calls she's Jade, she's like, better. oh, he's doing good. He's awake and he's like lucid and normal.
0: So the spirits were weaker or gone by then, for yeah. sure.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but Mia is like fully blown possessed. She goes uh, yeah, there, yeah, yeah, she yeah. manipulates Jade, she manipulates the mom, she gets alone with Riley. She's about to kill riley he's with the scissors she's about into to the street
0: no not before that When oh, he's still right, in the hospital bed she
1: like raised the scissors up and then she's like you know the the old man's like do it do it yeah <laughs> <laughs> she like doesn't she picks him up steals him so the mom yeah. comes back they're gone Ugh. like i can't even imagine what the mom had to have been feeling in that moment
0: like, where's my like, fucking
1: child? <laughs> I finally, well, like, I finally, like, am admitting that I'd mistrusted Jade. Can you ha- right. I have a moment alone with him? Of course you can. I take Jay a lap around him, the Mom, hallway. He's... Yeah, Mom, Ugh. Mia's dangerous. Mia's <laughs> I, dangerous. That's yeah. right. She calls her, and it's like, no, she, she, where's Riley? Well, I left him with Mia. Mom, Mia's dangerous. Yeah. Oh, fuck Ugh. me. She goes there, right. and they're gone. They're just Horrifying. gone. <laughs> like, Ugh. And then then, then Jane rushes back to the hospital. and Sees her
0: wheeling him up to the freeway, right? (laughs) Super
1: far away. Just, like,
0: sees Mia (sighs)
1: with, like, this, with Riley on a wheelchair, just wheeling him away. (laughs) Yeah,
0: and he's he's still looking like the old man, just laughing and having a ball of a time, being a total creepy spirit. (laughs) Yeah. And and the drowned ghost, uh, appearing once again as Mia's mother, puts her... You know, hands on her shoulder and says, I'm so proud of you.
1: And they have all the, they have all the splinter, the wood splinters in her fingernails. And she's like over her shoulders.
0: So gross. That's how you know it's not Mia's mother. Because if they can choose to appear how they want to, like, why would, why would she appear in the most disgusting, distressful, traumatizing way? Like nobody, no mother would appear to their daughter like that.
1: I'm totally um, uh I'm totally in with you on this uh on this idea that it was just the drowned ghost manipulating her the entire yeah. time that the hell isn't even real.
0: I think the the gurgling noise comes back during this part too. I think maybe not. Yeah. It's just gurgling all throughout this movie, but that nasty gurgling noise I think comes back at this moment too right before uh it cuts to we don't exactly see what happens it looks like she's about to throw riley off she's but I think, right
1: at the edge of a of a busy freeway and yeah. she has riley on the chair who looks like an old man to her and then the mom uh right uh mia's mom is with her you know whispering mm-hmm. into her ear okay well now it's time do it yeah and, uh, and it seems
0: like it seems like jade comes and pushes we don't see it happening because it cuts to, like, a shot of a car crashing. Um, but it, it, if if I had to guess, it seems like Jade pushes Mia into the street, saving Riley at the same time.
1: See, that's interesting because I thought it was Mia who just threw herself into the street. That she just jumped into the street? Yeah, that almost that she, like, just finally, like, acknowledged that...
0: That they, she can't that kill That she, she knew
1: that, you know, or she just, like, acknowledged that, you know, her mother did... did Uh, commit suicide.
0: Yeah, I mean it's a really interesting moment that they decide not to show us like that exact moment how they cut away for a second and we don't exactly know whether, you know, Mia threw herself in the street or if when Jade came to save Riley you know, inadvertently pushed her into the street as well. Well,
1: because like my thought is like because when Mia is going to stab uh, Riley with the scissors Mm -hmm. she doesn't. Yeah. She's about to and then she decides not to. So I guess in my mind, I liked to think that Mia had like... Well, I guess that could tie
0: into that. the the character, the, the, the kangaroo at the beginning to put it out of its misery and how she goes, no, somebody else will come along and do it. Yeah. So I guess, yeah, that could have been her like being like, oh, somebody else will, somebody else will put Riley out of his misery and just jumping into the street herself. That's, yeah. That's, I
1: mean, yeah. Well, that's, yeah, that's like, that's even like a sort of a dramatic irony because she was doing it to save
0: Riley. Yeah, Right.
1: But yeah, you're right. It was ambiguous because Jade came up to them yeah. and was And she's screaming. holding Riley at the end. Yeah, right. and then of course, you know, you, you know, the car hits someone and right. you find out it's Mia.
0: Yeah. And that and shot Jade the overhead shot away. Yeah. The overhead shot of Mia on the ground is like a direct mirror to the kangaroo on the ground at the beginning.
1: Yeah. And she sees the kangaroo in the hotel. When yeah, she's it up. gives a little hop.
0: <laughs> it's so weird. It, it hops
1: out of the doorway. That was one of those moments where, like, when I saw the trailer for this movie in the theater and I just saw a quick shot of a kangaroo hopping out of mm-hmm. a door Freya, it was like, yeah! <laughs> like, just, yeah I love the it. Like, Yeah, because <laughs>
0: right. kangaroos are... So, I mean, they're probably normal if you're an Australian, but they're so weird to everybody else, or at least to me. Right. Like, it's a weird animal. (laughs) And, like, to see one hopping out of blood with scary music going on, I was just like, okay, this is going to be interesting. But even, like, even just,
1: like, in this Australian movie, even if it's there as common as deer in Australia, you have this sort of weird movie. And then you see a quick shot of a kangaroo hopping out of a doorway that's all bloody. (laughs) It would just be like, what the fuck for anyone? so it. weird yeah and it's like that was the it's a24 smart. guys going yeah yeah I like that weird shit
0: <laughs> like it's so funny because apparently that one shot of the kangaroo hopping that was that was the only one real animal they had because the other one was a puppet um at so that the beginning was, a, was
1: that a real Roo?
0: yeah so that was a real wow. in that one shot and apparently it took so long to get it to hop out of the frame the correct direction because it would hop the uh, wrong way or it would just wouldn't hop all the way out of frame and like apparently wow. it took a really long time to get that one take which ended up being kind of like the trailer shot cuz i believe that was in all the trailers right the weird kangaroo hopping totally. like it's such I'm not a striking lie, image.
1: that's what sold me
0: Same. it's just so striking it's such a striking image that yeah i, I had to go see what this movie was about
1: <laughs> yeah and and mia uh mia's dead and yeah. we see her in the hospital and the lights are all turning off
0: and it looks like Riley recovered. and Riley's Jade, sitting there talking Mom. with Jade and
1: Mom. And then the lights They're turn all happy.
0: off.
1: We see her dad walking to this elevator. And the elevator closes before Mia can get on it.
0: And then and it goes then all dark.
1: She's running and the lights are turning off behind her. Really classic. And, uh, and then she's just in darkness. And then we see the candle.
0: Yeah.
1: And she walks towards the candle.
0: And she sees somebody holding her hands out.
1: She puts her hand out and it is the hand. It's the hand. She's doing the hand. She's the hand. And Uh, it's just a bunch of dudes in Greece or something. Is it Greece?
0: I I don't know. It's somewhere else because they're speaking a different language for sure. Yeah,
1: I think they're speaking Greek. But like, yeah, it's just, it's a bunch of people doing it somewhere else in another country. (laughs) Just doing Uh, the hand thing all over again.
0: Such a brilliant ending. Oh my God. Talk to me. And then it's Mia
1: and Mia's the spirit.
0: Yeah. Mia's the, the, she's with them all now. She's part of the Drowned Ghost Club. Right. <laughs> the same club as the Drowned Ghost Lady. She's in the hand club.
1: Yeah. Which, like, yeah, who's in the hand? Is it just, yeah. like, spirits that get taken by the other spirits? In the right. Hand? Is it
0: is it a, like, communication device between living and dead, or is it simply, like, almost like a gin where it's, like, Uh, an object that's collecting spirits but like more than one are in there
1: yeah i yeah i would almost think maybe the second one yeah when when i first watched this movie i had this theory that it was like a metaphor for the internet because like we want to be someone else so bad and like in doing so we sort of become this like hollow fake version of ourselves instead right which is like that's what I was thinking of like with the mom, like why it's like a fake version of like the mom. But then like you brought this really interesting idea that like, it was the drowned ghost pretending to be the mom. Yeah. And the mom was never there. So like, is it just something that like sucks people in and manipulates them? And then is it, I mean, is it actually Mia in there? Probably. Yeah. But we don't really At the know. Very it. end. Yeah. It's, it's left up for interpretation
0: oh so it's just a crazy film though <laughs> so good
1: really really great really great i thank you for uh recommending this to uh to us you know yeah, everyone who
0: recommended this thank you and thank <laughs> you
1: uh Raka for making this thank you A Four, for releasing this yeah I, I yeah that's talk to me great film. yeah so i
0: guess i have like a few more trivia things that are kind of cool yeah um so the director's were crew members on the babadook both that's danny cool. and michael um they there were some credit there were some
1: per, the the directors were credited on there the producers mm-hmm. did the babadook too right some of the nice producers. same producers yeah that's cool um but yeah too, danny Philippou like a...
0: did casual electrician
1: oh, and nice.
0: <laughs> michael Philippou was the production runner
1: oh interesting yeah. So they did have some. Uh, they had some chops doing like actual like feature films,
0: it right? Wasn't and just I think uh, the Babadook was also filmed in Adelaide. I want to say I could be wrong, but I think
1: yeah, it was Australian, Charlie, wasn't, wasn't
0: it? it? Hmm.
1: Yeah, Babadook was really good too.
0: Yeah, I uh, I really enjoyed it. Just a fantastic movie. I I want I, I might I might have to make, I might have to make a hand, do my chemical science man stuff and make myself a hand.
1: Yeah. If you make me a hand, <laughs> if you make a hand, um, I, I want to see a video of it. Um, yeah. I'll, and then I'll maybe I could commission it. you to make me a hand because I would <laughs> like a
0: hand. I just feel like my hands, I need to find somebody with uh, more slender and longer fingers. Cause yeah. <laughs> I feel like, if I didn't, I feel uh, like my hands are a little budgy for the talk to me hand. I
1: feel that I got the beefcake hands. We got the beefcake <laughs> meat hook hands.
0: Yeah, this I don't know. Maybe my hand could work. I'm trying to, like, it's hard to see because I can only see it from this. Well, I guess I can see it. But
1: if you you did it of your hand, that would almost be cooler.
0: It would be kind of cool, right?
1: And really, like, it doesn't have to be. I mean, it it almost looked like a dummy hand was put in. Oh, yeah. I don't know if it was sculpted off of a real hand. It doesn't have to be a real hand because, like, it was coated in so much plaster or ceramic or whatever it was. It kind of just looked like a shape. there weren't any fingernails or anything on it
0: i just want to read every thing that's on the hand i want to see because i feel like there's more i feel like there's clues on the hand
1: apparently you can buy one um from a24 they're selling replicas which would be interesting
0: screen accurate is it all the same writings that are on the hand
1: that's what i would be curious about because if it was all yeah if it was the screen accurate replica i almost would buy that
0: yeah because I want to read I want to read it <laughs> I want to see what's on it. I feel like right I feel like there might be the rules on the hand and maybe that's why the kids knew like why Joss knew the rules like because somebody maybe had written on the hand somewhere you know, don't do it for longer than 90 seconds or they want to stay
1: <laughs> right like
0: that that could have been something that somebody wrote on the hand
1: and that would be the most fucked up thing that a24 could do yet is doing the Toyatic Disney thing and making you buy their merch. <laughs>
0: <laughs> to unlock
1: different To unlock more of the movie oh,
0: I'll God. just have to pause the movie a lot The next time I'm watching it And yeah. zoom in on the hand and read everything that I can
1: And then make your own and just write everything that you see
0: Yeah And then be haunted because apparently the guy that made the hand The 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 prop master Or whatever that made the first hand Who quit uh, Didn't like it and felt haunted by it <laughs> I don't <laughs> I feel like that's I a don't little bit of like not more...
1: I don't believe that shit
0: yeah, like, I think it's just like it's one of those things like how the exorcist had like a priest come and bless the set every so often. Like it's just one of those right silly little they gotta throw that in there to make it a little spoopy. Yeah. Scare the audience. Uh, who knows?
1: Maybe it was I mean, yeah, maybe he actually did get haunted and, and the hand is uh actually haunted. But <laughs> uh but Sophie Wilde has she said that she has the hand and it's at her parents' house and her dad was actually mad at her. Because, We're putting it in the house. Because she's keeping it in the dad's house. And he says it creeps it creeps him out.
0: <laughs> okay. Well I guess people are creeped out by the hand. Maybe maybe I don't know. Maybe it's, it's like uh, that it's freaky. West Craven's, yeah. It's like that West Craven New Nightmare thing where, you know, if you write a story that captures a real demon, then the real demon is in the story. So yeah. maybe talk to me captured a real demon.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Or like what's that uh what's that um Ethan Hawke movie, um, so sinister. sinister. Oh yeah, Sinister. Where That's a like good one. yeah, the demon comes out of pictures of the demon. Yeah, or films about the yeah. demon. No.
0: any image of the demon right. is a portal or to the you, demon.
1: Or if you like, put a picture of the demon like up on the internet, he can come out.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like... So the director oh. said they have this big mythology bible about the hand that is quote unquote so thick.
1: That, I believe, they seem highly uh, peculiar.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. Uh, I would love, uh, I would love, I I feel conflicted in saying this because I love how much mystery is surrounding the hand, but I would love if they published a book about the hand and we just got to read about the lore.
1: I would read that. Yeah. If it was like technical, almost. Yeah. It
0: would yeah, be like really if cool. If it was
1: like done like a history book. See, now, that would be something that I don't want now. But, like, after the series is finished. I want when there's, like, a ton of movies out. Like, if there's, like, like four, I would look into buying. And that book got released, I would look into buying it.
0: Right. Because probably by the fourth movie, the lore will be getting, like, uh, oversaturated anyway by that time. Right.
1: Although, like, knowing these people, if they keep it tight, Right. We would just get little pieces, and we would just have like good, quick, like edge of your seat sort of stories. Yeah. All having to do with it. Well, um, is this movie worth losing sleep over, Wes? Yes,
0: definitely. And you will lose sleep over it because it's terrifying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would agree.
1: I also, I'm sorry. Do you have any more trivia? I think, um, I, I think I'm out.
0: I think that's about all of it. Um, For now, they said that, yeah. but more may come. <laughs> Of course.
1: What, what did they say?
0: They said that, uh, like, this is kind of nerdy, but I guess those neutral shots when Mia's talking with her mom and the camera's kind of like, you know, they're looking pretty much dead into the lens. Um, and the shot reverse shot, they said that they took that inspiration from Ingmar Bergman's Hour of the Wolf. Oh. And then when they screened it, everybody was like, wow, that was just like, get out. And so they were like, oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> so they were like, they were like, we were going for Hour of the Wolf. But you know what? Get out is a great thing to be compared to. So like, it was kind of like that. I which mean, I uh, cool.
1: Jordan Peele may have taken that inspiration from Ingmar, too. Um, I feel right. like he inspired a lot of like the elevated horror. Yeah. Big names now. I mean,
0: Hour of the Wolf is just a weird, weird, weird movie. Um, have you seen it?
1: I've only seen... Um, I've only seen... What is it now? I can't even remember it. Persona. Persona.
0: Yeah, Persona's great. I
1: did see Seventh Seal, but it was like... I only saw part of it, so it, it right. doesn't really count.
0: Hour of the Wolf, I guess, is like Ingmar Bergman's only like horror film. Like It's the only one that gets put into that genre, even though I think a few of his other films you could argue... Many of but, his films. Um, I
1: mean, Persona felt like a horror. Yeah,
0: Persona's movie. a bit like a horror movie for sure. But yeah. like, yeah, Hour of the Wolf is just so strange. There are definitely like, ne- since they mentioned it, I can definitely see the influence because um, that movie is surreal. Is yeah, very surreal and weird and great. I, I really want to get watch.
1: into some uh, Ingmar. Maybe that'll be yeah. the next movie I watch for for October. I got a couple. Yeah. I got a couple on the docket. So I guess I got. I mean, right. if you want to do an episode
0: on Hour of the Wolf, I'll, I'll rewatch it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a pretty interesting film.
1: Well, maybe we could even fit it in on uh, on our thing.
0: I bet we'll, it's in the we'll top 250. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, but first, uh, next question. Um, how disappointed would you be if you fell asleep in the middle of this movie? I don't think um. I, I don't think I could.
0: I don't think I could either because it's so terrifying.
1: (laughs) But if if somehow I fell asleep in the middle of this movie, because it's really like gripping and fast paced, there's no slow parts. Yeah. Um, If somehow I fell asleep in the middle of this movie, I guess like I would be, I would miss a lot. So I would be sad because there's just, everything is packed into all parts of this movie. There's no parts that feel pointless.
0: Yeah. I think I would be really... I think I wouldn't be disappointed if I fell asleep watching this. I think what I would be is terrified because I know for a fact that I would wake up like just in time like literally opening my eyes on the first film oh. of the hell sequence yeah, yeah. or you'd or, wake up with like the, de- the, the drowned sequence.
1: ghost or the bathroom sequence there's yeah, so many I would sequences just wake you... up at the worst part <laughs> right there's so many parts of this movie you just wouldn't want to wake up to i yeah agree. and i
0: would just have that seared into my mind
1: forever <laughs> yeah the bad part wouldn't be falling asleep it would be waking, be up. waking
0: up yeah and that which part <laughs>
1: <laughs> would you put this movie on to fall asleep to no <laughs> Absolutely not. It would keep me up because I would just be, I would just get into it. I already know. Yeah. I'd be like, yeah. okay, like I've seen this movie a hundred times. I'll put it on. And then like something would happen and it'd just be like, oh, and just watch it <laughs> and not fall asleep.
0: It's it is. It is just like that though. There's some movies that I do put on to fall asleep to. Like usually it's something I haven't seen in years. And I'll be like, Oh, I love this movie and I haven't seen it in years. But you know, since I have seen it, you know, I don't mind falling asleep in it. But then it always is like, Wow, I forgot how good this movie was. Like the storytelling will immediately capture me and I won't be able to sleep. And I think this movie even if it weren't scary at all the storytelling is so good that it would just immediately capture me and I wouldn't be able to sleep so it's it's not a movie to put on before bed for sure <laughs> it's not and it's
1: not relaxing it's like a no. horror thriller i would say like it's a horror thriller like i would say it's very yeah. engaging so not really a good one to sleep to but very good to watch
0: yeah it's so so dread filled and drenched in just it's just a very dense film there's not a a wasted moment in this movie
1: i agree uh if you just listen to this movie would it still be good
0: sound design is incredible (laughs) it's amazing i think if you
1: listen to this movie or if you just watched it without sound it would still be good
0: yeah it's the visuals are amazing and the sound is like for first-time filmmakers and i don't know about the sound recordist i didn't research him uh so i don't know like well, the cinematographer is film. kind of a fresh person
1: too yeah this was
0: like his third yeah. or like i don't know i looked him up and he did like a, a, a couple shorts but maybe this was his second feature film and i was just like wow this film looks incredible for being a second feature like it's shot so gorgeously the lighting is so perfect um all the bits with the water like that's hard work in cinematography so like wow like yeah just incredible work
1: yeah, I don't under I don't understand how they did that rain scene. It was really like the rain on her face from the shadows yeah. in the window. If that was a light filter, it's just so cool.
0: Really well done. Incredible. And here's a here's a little
1: like digression here, like something I just learned. I didn't realize this. I haven't seen it yet, but Blue Beetle, um, the DC film is shot by uh Paul Pogerzelski, the hmm. Ari Aster collaborator the cinematographer, that's, ari aster's cinematographer. Like, that's like ari aster's favorite dude it's like what wow it's the only dude he uses paul Pogorzelski, and he was uh, the dp on blue beetle interestingly enough that's he so also funny. was the db uh, the dp on uh, nobody with bob odenkirk if you've seen that movie huh.
0: that's really interesting
1: yeah so like great work great way. I mean um, I read a bit
0: of trivia I couldn't yeah. verify it so I wasn't going to share it. But now that you've shared that little bit about Blue Beetle. And and once again, I couldn't verify this bit of trivia so it very well maybe false. But it said somewhere that like rocker rocker was offered a DCEU film to direct before. Yeah. They did. This, I read about that to too.
1: Town. Yeah. And they they instead just wanted to do an A-chore uh, horror movie.
0: Yeah. But I couldn't find any other source for that other than and I only spent like maybe 10 minutes on that little trivia because yeah. there was much more interesting stuff that I could verify that I wanted to make sure of. Right. Um, but like, yeah, I couldn't verify that with anything else. so I wasn't going to share it, but yeah, I wonder if that was, I wonder if it was blue beetle. I wonder if they were going to do blue beetle. I mean, I, I feel like that's a nebulous connection I'm making just because Ari Aster worked on, or Ari Aster's cinematographer worked on Blue Beetle that maybe they were, it, I'm just making a really weird stretch I mean, of a connection. No, but
1: like, yeah, well, I mean, it makes sense uh, that they would just turn down a superhero movie Yeah. because they would, you know, they're action filmmakers on YouTube. Yeah. All their stuff is like, or most of their stuff feels like, action like i thought it was mostly horror but um when i scrolled through it's mostly action stuff and yeah. superhero stuff like they do a bunch of marvel themed stuff and they always do like these crazy stunts and stuff nice. so it would make sense that they would get penn to do a superhero movie and then yeah. because they're so weird and such kubricks such little kubricks they're like no
0: they're they're the, the Grady <laughs>
1: God, yeah, they're the real Grady Twins.
0: They're the Grady Twins all grown up.
1: <laughs> they grew up, it, transitioned, and became YouTubers.
0: Yeah, and terrified <laughs> us all again. Right.
1: <laughs> okay, well, what about if this film was animated? <laughs>
0: uh, That'd be fucking crazy.
1: Now, just picture like, uh, picture, like
0: Coraline style.
1: Well, I wasn't even thinking that, but holy shit, that would be intense. Like if it was stop motion, I was thinking like um, one of those like stylized animes, like the cyberpunk anime. Oh yeah. I feel like that would be really cool. Or like if you've ever seen the animatrix in the style of like some of the 2d ones that are really violent. I feel like that could be really cool, but it was perfect like this too.
0: Yeah. I mean the live action, they just shot the hell out of this film. Literally. I feel like I feel like an <laughs>
1: animated um, adaptation would would have been. I feel like an animated version would have been cool. But yeah, man, yeah. they really flex their cinematography skills on this.
0: <laughs> so, so crazy, cool. incredible! Like, it almost
1: looked animated because of how fucking crazy it was, and how like most of the effects were done in camera. Yeah, and not really well most. done. Yeah. What What if it was a musical?
0: <laughs> Talk to me. Baby, won't you talk to me? I Some Dick Van Dyke on there. Would there be like a water gurgle song for the gurgle ghost? Where he's like... She has a whole number about sucking feet.
1: You touch the hand. <laughs> 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 the only,
0: audience only gets rained like,
1: on. Only if it's dub-stepped. Uh, yeah, <laughs> rain the, and the audience gets yeah, rained rain on. <laughs> yeah, that that'd be the theater adaptation. Like if it was a stage play, like oh my gosh, there'd be a lot of water involved.
0: There's, there's a sprinkler, a sprinkler system above the audience that just rains on them the entire time.
1: <laughs> I was uh, I was in a play. I don't know if you know. I did some play acting. Nice. And um, it was a uh, adaptation of um, of the story of Orpheus. Okay. But it was called Eurydice. So it was the story uh, from her perspective nice. rather than Orpheus' perspective. But I played Orpheus. And there's a part where, you know, you go into the underworld. So it's very expressionistic, very cool. It was a really crazy set. But I go into this elevator that rains on me. Wow. <laughs> it was hellish to get So you rain- had to get
0: rained on every night that you caked, did the show?
1: Caked in yeah. makeup. Because I had to have, wow. like, white wow. face. Like, paper white yeah. face for it. And yeah, and like a glittery tuxedo, like this big like tuxedo <laughs> thing that's all like flashy and like coattails and stuff. Yeah, and then I'd have to go into the stupid elevator, and like these this like crazy PVC rain device would rain on yeah, me. Yeah, <laughs> like with the water. <laughs> yeah, it was it was nuts.
0: That's amazing. The things theater kids will do <laughs> for theater.
1: I know. That's me, the theater. I'm theater kid.
0: Yeah. I mean, I've been, I've been there. I've been a theater kid. I was never in any of the shows where the water shit happened. Water shit. Wow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> where, where, I was never in any of those shows because uh, I wasn't very good at acting. So I didn't make uh, most of the time when I auditioned, I didn't get in. Um, but they did do uh, 110 in the shade, which has like a rain scene at the end. And oh, nice. they made it rain on stage for that. You
1: practical know? rain.
0: Yeah, with real rain. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah.
1: that is really. I, I love, I love practical effects. Yeah. I really like. I'm so glad that there's like a resurgence of that being yeah. used now. That like filmmakers now, at least auteurs, are realizing that it's the way to go. I mean, yeah. even big movies like uh, like D and D. Did you see D and D?
0: Yeah, D and D was a blast.
1: I love D and D. I love that movie. The it was the. So um, fun. Honor Among Thieves. That was great. And they used a lot of like practicals. Yeah. And it Just so it's going to stand the test of time, even though it was a little silly. But, uh, oh, it yeah. Was it was really a lot fun. of fun. Yeah. Well, now we have found the, I think we've decided on the structure, the beautiful structure of this podcast. Wes and I have compiled a list of a lot of themes. I don't know how many, but a lot of oh, themes. Many. We put it on a wheel for you. I'm going to share it here.
0: We should give the wheel. Do we have a name for the wheel? We should give it a really mystif- mystifying name.
1: I just called it the film themes wheel. But. Um, wheel of future film.
0: No, that's silly.
1: The wheel of uh, the wheel, the film, the wheel, hmm. <laughs> the
0: insomni wheel. The insomni the wheel. It's called well, the like... film
1: themes wheel, but it's actually <laughs> called the insomni wheel. Yes. The we'll, wheel of film themes. The the we'll, wheel of film. Yeah. The insomni wheel. Uh we'll colon. Workshop. colon <laughs> the wheel of film. parentheses Film themes. The real wheel. Are you getting the noise? Yes.
0: That's I don't know bingo. why that yes was so. The vibe.
1: We got a vibe. It's the good for her cinematic universe.
0: Good for her. Good for her. <laughs> So, so we're talking like Midsommar. Midsommar. Jennifer's body. Gone girl.
1: Yes. Good for her. The women wins. (laughs) I love it. Um, And, and here's what we're thinking. So Wes is going to choose a movie uh, that would fit into this. And I like the vibe category. We have some that are a little bit more like structured. Um, where it's more like, you know, something that's in Spanish or something that's in Chinese or et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera. And then like something like the vibe, it's, uh, it's a little more open to interpretation. So Wes, you're going to choose a film and I'm going to choose a film and our next two episodes, and maybe we'll get a guest. So maybe it'll be three, but our next episodes are going to be a film dealing with, or somehow encapsulating in our opinion, the good for her cinematic universe
0: yes good for her i'm excited for this one i love good for her movies
1: i do too and um i already know what i want to choose but maybe you'll choose it but uh yeah i <laughs> definitely have like a favorite in mind for this um, hell yeah absolutely so so that was the uh film somniac's bonus the second bonus episode on uh audience choice on uh, talk that to TV. me talk to me so <laughs> talk
0: to me. <laughs> 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 That's my best gurgling ghost noise. That's, That's literally, literally not... <laughs> the sound it played. It's like grosser though, and wetter, and like she. I don't like, know how they got that sound. It's that so was
1: that was kind of a jump scare. She's like, talk to me, and then for two seconds, it's just like, yeah, yeah, like it's this bloated, gigantic, bloated, uh. like her eyes falling out. Just
0: yeah, oh, she's so oh. disturbing. They, they. Oh my god, this movie is really well made.
1: People say, uh, "Talk to me." So, okay, we have said in this episode that talk to me isn't like Mia doesn't win. She can't be saved. She's doomed. But yeah. in a way, this could still fit into the good for her cinematic universe.
0: Yeah, good for the, of drowned, the ghost. drowned spirit. <laughs> good, good for, for her. her. I guess <laughs> she got what she wanted, but she I don't know if Mia. it. May- it does. it? Does it put her in a better spot though? Like, what? Why do the no. ghosts want the other people? Like, what? Are, what's their goal? What's their motivation to to capture people? Is it just? I don't know. to not be lonely anymore. Like, bring more people into their that, misery.
1: That um, that read would fit thematically.
0: Misery loves company. And, and,
1: and I guess like I always sort of thought that they really were trying to get Riley, but you had that theory that like they're trying to get Mia. And I yeah. love that. I think I'm like latching onto that because it makes so much more sense thematically because like Mia's lonely. So they would want to yeah. get other lonely uh people to join their little hell entourage. Right. So Mia is
0: just so protective of Riley that you know the second that she thought Riley was in danger she that was like, "Oh, I know what I got to do. I got to take care of this <laughs> in the worst way possible."
1: Right. So kind of like how Mia uses her mom to manipulate other people, the spirits use Riley to manipulate Mia and her mom. Yeah. Yeah. man. So she's getting a taste of her own medicine. Right. So if Sophie Wilde comes back for the second Talk to Me as the uh, Talk to Me ghost, Rich, or at least as one uh, of them, rich. I kind
0: of hope she doesn't, though. She was so good yeah. in this one, I hope she's not in the next one. No, like, she should.
1: You're right. She should just go on and do
0: uh, Do something things. else.
1: This next movie should be in Greek. Or whatever yeah. language it was. It should just it's be like a foreign talking.
0: film. I'm really <laughs> excited to see where they take the whole concept. It's going to uh, be great. Just, just give I... me one second. My dog's freaking out. I'm sorry.
1: Hey, Popito. I'm sorry, Wes. I forgot what your dog's name was.
0: His name's Blue. He's just whining right now. He probably wants to go out, but Blue. Wait.
1: We have a special guest on the podcast,
0: everyone. Yeah, it's my doggie. Do you it's want to so say hello, Blue? Sweet Blue. His was hitting the microphone. There we go. Yep, you got some dog noises. <laughs> blue, stop it, baby. I'm going to be done. Don't. Go lay down. Go over there. Do you want to come down here and lay down? Go over there, though. You have to go around all the stuff. Yep. There you go.
1: Well, blue blue wants us to be done and um and <laughs> <Quickly>. <laughs> Sorry. So let's I'll okay, so I'm I'm Gunch um I'm or Wes. or June uh and and that's Wes. I love Wes so much. I am <laughs> Gunch film on TikTok. And, and uh Wes.
0: And I am Wes. Talks movies, West Talk movies on TikTok or Wespresso underscore films. That's espresso, but with a W at the beginning. June is amazing. I love June. It's the best. Um, it's so Thank much you fun babe. doing these podcasts. You're the best. <laughs> and
1: we, I did some work and we are on a couple different platforms. Not like everywhere podcasts are found, but um, a lot of places now Spotify, Amazon, Apple, YouTube. So you know wherever your preferred method of um, enjoying uh, people talking and dorking out about movies is, come check us out and you know obviously you're here so uh, give us a give us a little review.
0: Yeah, just or, go review um, us everywhere on all the, on all platforms. <laughs> yeah,
1: please and check us our check us out on TikTok. Um, you know hit us up. I love talking to people on TikTok. That's like my favorite thing about it is just like the communal aspect of it. Yeah. Um, and then, if you want to suggest a movie, uh, feel free to leave a comment on YouTube or or hit yeah. us up on TikTok. Leave a comment yeah. on one of our videos um, asking for us to review a film on the Filmsomniacs podcast, and uh, that will be our uh, another bonus episode. Um, when we get, you know, however many uh, you think, Wes. I mean, I don't know. This was five people for me. Yeah. So that nobody asked me.
0: So (laughs) it'll, it'll
1: depend. It'll depend because like, you know, as we get more viewers, we'll maybe have to raise the number, but for now, let's just say five. If we get five unique people asking for a movie, we'll do it.
0: Yeah. I mean, and this one was, I feel like we were going to cover this one soon anyway, because it's such a big splash right now.
1: And it's such a banger. Yeah. Yeah. I love, love. Talk to me.
0: Incredible Um, film.
1: Classic, classic in the making. All right. That's been the film. Somniacs good night Wes. Aww.
0: good night june have a great one
1: thank you you too good night everybody we love you
0: good night sweet dreams
1: coming up next the good for her cinematic universe and those titles will be announced oh and also big giveaway still happening yes so uh my pinned videos on tiktok and wes's pinned videos. is it on your pin
0: Yeah, it's the first pinned video on my TikTok.
1: I think it's the middle pinned video for me. But uh, we're doing a huge giveaway with uh, three other film talkers, Trey the Film Noob, Jagger Film Reviews, and uh, Real Takes, all of who are awesome. Go follow all of us. We're all contributing something to the giveaway. So check it out and win. Big. It's a massive
0: giveaway, like $500 worth of film stuff, like so physical media, stuff. Blu-ray players. Uh, I think uh, I think Trey and um, Jagger are offering even a guest spot on their podcast, which is the Average Film Enjoyer podcast. They're great. Go listen to them as yeah. well. Shout out to the um, Average
1: Film Enjoyer podcast. They're doing one horror movie review every single day for the month of October, and that's been very enjoyable. Yeah. Um, yeah. We've both been on there. Wes, you've been on a couple times.
0: I'm going to be on again today. (laughs) They,
1: they love you on that.
0: Yeah. It's really fun. (laughs) They're they're really fun.
1: They're, yeah, they're, they're fantastic. I love them. I love the average film enjoyer. Um, So thank you everybody. Splendid, splendid evening. We'll see you next time.